And welcome in to the Coach Derek Hunt Show here at Bradley Central Week. As, as we're getting ready to take on the Bears of Bradley Central, we're sitting down with just a few minutes with Coach Derek Hunt. Coach, welcome in, and again, thanks as always for the time. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Well, Coach, uh, last week a, a big-time win against Fulton, another shutout performance by your defense, a great outing. Uh, what, what, did, uh, what did you take from last week's victory? I thought it was a good team win. You know, I think uh, you know, I think Fulton when they're when they're fully healthy, you know, they're a good team. I know mean, they're playing up; they're a four A team playing up in five A, so playing in one of the toughest regions in the state in that five A region. Um, and so, you know, they're they're battle tested and and they've played a lot of good football teams early on in the season. But um, you know, I thought it was a good team win, and uh, you know, anytime you can you can get to play some young guys late in the game, that's always a good night. Absolutely, couldn't agree more, Coach. And you know, on the on the broadcast, we're we're sitting here, and it was just you know, team win was just kind of the mentality that was taken through even through the broadcast. We're sitting here and we're like, everybody, like it's just everybody's moving forward in this in this like togetherness. And it was it was really fun to watch because again, it was a it was a put together situation because there was a there was some times when there was some success, some adversity, and it was just flip the script. Try something else, and and then then have a good good night at that. Uh, I, I thought it was a it was a big growth weekend, especially heading into fall break. I, I think uh, you know anytime you're going to be away from the kids, I guess that's a that's a good thing to see when you see a good win like that. Sure, I think it was a good team win, and we certainly got a lot better, and we'll have to continue to do so if we want to be you know where we want to be at the end of the year. Well, continued on with the with the victory there against Fulton. Uh, a lot of the a lot of similar suspects, if you will, a lot of the same uh, style uh, in the fact that Parker McGill had a big day. Uh, offensive line really laid the groundwork for him to be very successful. I thought a little thunder and lightning with Noah Vaughn, but also a little flashback. Uh, Carson Jones showed that he had some wheels as well, ripping off a couple big runs. Was that was that game planned, or was that just what the defense was giving you? Yeah, I mean, we certainly, you know, we we were playing for Carson to carry the ball some each game, and, and he's just that's that's part of what makes us good on offense right now, you know. And we've tried to find ways to get Noah more involved because we think, you know, he's certainly deserving and and can and can obviously you know, add another element to our offense. And so that's something that we hope to continue to do moving forward. And we feel good about you know our our guys on the edge on the perimeter. And I thought Markel getting going early on a big catch on third and nineteen and scoring there, and then Nick Daigle. Know, kind of going up and getting a fade. I thought that was a really nice play that he made, and so I was excited about that and, and feel good about you know the, our continual improvement on offensive line. So hopefully we'll just keep in that direction. Just speaking to that play with Nick Daigle, he high pointed that thing, and I'm like, who put the who put the ladder in the corner of the end zone? He out jumped a lot of guys that was that had some some height advantage on him. He went up and got it, and it was finally good to see you know him. You know, go get one of those fifty-fifty balls. A couple of his long balls early in the year, you know, he'd wide open, or we'd hit him in strides. For him to go up battle for one, that was really good to see. It was fun to watch those uh, those opportunities and, and taking advantage of that. But on the flip side of the ball, the defense another another shutdown performance. Uh, I believe that's the second shutout of the year, second in three weeks. And uh, and and you know, don't want to put any jinx out there, but I mean, this team, this defensive unit, has yet to allow double digit points. And and you know, I'm, I feel like a year ago we're looking and and it was an unstoppable kind of level of defense. I think I think hindsight we can say that, 
but I, I was comparing just just allowed points last year to this year at this point. And I mean, this year's defense isn't. I mean, they've allowed. I, I think it was something like forty-eight points. It's not. It's not a big number. Yeah, I mean, I'm really pleased with 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 the job that our defense has done. You know, to this point, I think our kids have played really hard. We've we've valued the the team the team importance of of playing defense and running to the football and you know and, and tackling together and you know, not missing tackles. You know, that's that's the big biggest thing. You can make tackles, and then if we do miss one, everybody's rallying to the, rallying to the football. Then you know maybe it's a six or eight yard gain instead of a you know a sixteen or eighteen yard gain. So you know that, that that's been really good to see. Our coaches have done a fantastic job on that side of the ball, and and I'm really really proud of them, and they deserve a lot of credit as well. So but we like like I say, we we've got a long way to go. We're, we're just you know we're not satisfied. I hope we're not, and. uh you know, we'll we'll keep trying to get better. Let me let me correct myself. Twenty six points is what that defense has given up. Stingy uh, yeah. is not a good enough word. Stingy's not a good enough word. But but yeah, great yeah. job by the players. Like you you talk about each and every week, seizing that moment when it's their time to get in there, uh, doing what they've got to do. I think tra- You know, we, we talk about that back end a lot of times, just based on coverage and pressure. Uh, there, there's some islands laid down out there, and, and I think the back end of that defense is doing a great job uh, of keeping it in front of them. So, again, great job by the offense and defense and a shutout performance, uh, 38 to not, or Sorry, I'm in, the wrong, I'm in the wrong season, Coach. I've got two sheets of paper here with me. But a great That's shutdown a great shutdown performance uh, by your, your team and by, by your units there offensively and defensively, respectable, respectably. But, uh, but Coach, we, we each and every week here on our little conversation pregame, we, we break down one of your assistant coaches. We've went through a lot of great men, a lot of great coaches, and today's no different. Uh, Coach Waters is on the docket, right? Yeah, I mean, we're really just getting started. I, I think uh, we're we're blessed with outstanding coaching staff and talking to Coach Waters, talking to Coach Waters today. Uh, you know, Coach Waters, you know, played at Maryville High School. He was a part of. He was a sophomore on the 2000 team that started 0-4, ended up winning state, running off 11 games in a row. Uh, you know, and they they were able to win state championship the next two years. So, you know, he was a three-time state champion at Maryville High School, and they went on to play at Tennessee Tech. And then he actually GA'd um, at Tennessee in, with their strength and conditioning uh, department while Coach Philip Fulmer was at Tennessee, and, and he got a got his, got his another degree now. I think after that, he went to coach at Heritage High School for a few years before he landed back at Maryville. And, and he just does a phenomenal job, um, not, just, not just, you know, in the weight room and, and – on the field, but just relating to our kids. Now, certainly he, he's made a huge difference in the weight room and, and he, he builds relationships with them and holds them accountable and he's tough on them and he makes our whole team better. He makes us all better because our kids are getting, you know, bigger, faster, stronger. And, you know, our, our kids, they buy into that because they see the, the difference that it makes on the field. And, and I think he, one of the things that he does such a good job of, in my opinion, that, that a lot of people never see is you know, he's constantly you know, keeping up with the latest research and trends in strength and conditioning and trying to make himself better, which in turn makes our kids better. And so, you know, I can't talk enough about the job that he does and really the amount of time and just hours that he puts into you know, building these programs for our kids 
and he, he, he dips into the nutrition stuff with our football players, uh, you know, the losing weight, gaining weight, good weight, you know, all that kind of stuff. The body mass index keeps up with so much uh, data from trying to determine, you know, what's going to help them out the most. And so, you know, we're so, we're so lucky to have him, have him on our staff. Well, I'll tell you, Jude and I, we marvel at, at, you know, he has a big impact in his in his position coaching role, but his impact is, is I would think, I guess magnified there in the fourth quarter. When when Maryville's still full head of steam, you know, kind of in, in game position, and a lot of people's got their hands on their hips and kind of sucking wind, that's got to be a benefit of his, his uh, like you said, relentless pursuit of just – just the foremost kind of uh, body shape and, and different things uh, for the program, right? It is, and like I said, he's very knowledgeable on that stuff, and you know, and, and he uh, he has a good pulse on our team as far as you know when we're fatigued and when we need to kind of pull it back, and and or when you know we need to push him a little more, maybe with the muscles in the weight room, and so. You know, it's it's fun to watch him work. It really is. I've learned so much from that aspect, and. And he's also a really good offensive player. Played, you know, center at Maryville, and he played center guard and tackle at Tennessee Tech. And, you know, he's he does a great job again, you know, getting our kids ready to play. Right, and, and and again, speaking to that that offensive line, I mean, they they paved the way. You know, they they've done a great job this year uh, in really opening up some some opportunities for Parker, Noah, and even 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 later in games. You know, when you when you get the reserves in there, they're still opening holes for guys like Craig Hilliard and uh, you know Jackson Phillips and those guys. Really, just kind of ripping through some uh, some places that uh, that you can get through pretty easy. Yeah, he, yeah, he does a good job. You know, Coach Jason Hicks obviously helps him with the line. Those two guys, they work really well together. You know, and, and, and push our guys. We feel really good about, you know, the, the potential that our offensive line has. We're, no, we're not where we want to be right now. Um, we had a great offensive line last year, and, and they had a lot to do with that. And, you know, I know Coach Coach Waters would be the first to tell you that he learned a lot, you know, about how to coach offensive line from David Ellis, you know, who might be you know, one of the greatest, if not the greatest offensive line coaches in the history of Tennessee football. You know, he just – so awesome, you know. And so we've taken a lot of what we've what we were doing for a long time at Maryville from him, and, and uh, you know Brandon and Jason have done a great job adding to that. And then I you know how you coach offensive line is going to change a little bit. So you know they've been able to create some of their own stuff and, and to try to help our team. I'll tell you one thing that each and every week has has shown through is just the continual evolution of this coaching staff. You know the the never settle mentality, the kind of push and go, and, and Coach Waters just looks to be the next uh, the next kind of fold of of that mentality. So uh, again, kudos to Coach Waters. Appreciate uh, being able to hear about his uh, his impact to to the student athlete to the program, and then uh, love hearing his story about how he came through Maryville, and then now is uh, making an impact on the flip. Yeah, we're we're very fortunate to have him. There's no question about it. Above all else, he's a, he's a fantastic you know husband and a fantastic father of four. And uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know how he has all the energy he has to do everything he does, but I'm sure glad he does. <laughs> Absolutely. But again, uh, represent Coach Waters. Uh, appreciate hearing his story, hearing his impact, and uh, and love doing this each and every week as we break down an assistant coach here on the Maryville Coaching Staff on the Derek Hunt Show. But, Coach, let's take a break, listen to these great sponsors. When we come back, 
Let's look ahead. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about tonight's matchup with the Bradley Bears, the uh, the the way they enter this contest, and the way uh, your team is prepared in a in a off week uh, or as far as fall break week, how they've prepared uh, for the Bradley Bears. But you're listening to the Coach Derek Hunt Show right here on Rebel Radio 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPRadio.com. We'll be back. You don't want to miss it. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. Loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, Call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653 or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Folks, do you want the best mortgage rate and terms available? Go local. Volunteer Home Mortgage is home-owned and home-operated. We're part of your community. When you buy or refinance with us, you're helping local folks who shop locally, too. That's Neighbors Helping Neighbors. Call me to see how your local wholesale mortgage broker can help you get the best possible mortgage rate and terms. I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. 865-238-7500. NMLS 1641325. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation, review, and assurance services. It's Whitlock & Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock & Company online at whitlockcpa.com. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill. Located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. 
your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, and I am running for re-election to represent District 20 in the Tennessee State Legislature. It has been an honor to represent the interests of Blount County and Nashville. The history and development of our community are at the forefront of the decision I am asked to make in the legislature. Throughout my years of service, your calls, emails, and letters have played a large part in the decisions I have made. With your dedicated civil engagement and insight, I have continued to introduce support and pass legislation you have asked for resulting in growth and progress. There is still much to be done, especially in these unprecedented times before us. Proven leadership and know-how is imperative as we address the difficult issues that lay ahead. When I say your choice for your voice, that means I will continue to fight for your choices. I have yet to waver in my commitment to speak for all of Blount County the best way I know how. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to move Blunt County forward. I'm Bob Ramsey and I approve this message. West Chevrolet, doing business in Blunt County for 88 years. West Chevrolet is located on the airport motor mile and has been a leader in our community serving the good people of Blunt County for four generations. Whether you're looking to buy new, pre-owned, or get service for your automobile, think West Chevrolet. West Chevrolet is happy to partner with all the local high schools and wishes everyone a happy and safe fall season for your sport. Whether you're a tornado, rebel, mountaineer, or governor, you can find the auto, help, or service you need at West Chevrolet. Reach us at 970-9378 or online at westchevrolet.com. You can also find us on Facebook. We're here to serve the good people of Blunt County. We do what we say at West Chevrolet. And welcome back to the Coach Derek Hunt Show right here on Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. Sitting here alongside the head coach of your Maryville Red Rebels, Derek Hunt, and we talk a little bit, Coach, about tonight's matchup. The Bradley Bears come uh, or host the Red Rebels as we have traveled a little bit tonight, and uh, and we look to uh, to see what the uh, the one of the leaders in this region looks like, and it's a battle of two top teams in, in this region. But Coach, last week's Rebel Radio Player of the Game, the defensive unit, talk a little bit about. We we've talked in this show already, but uh, again, we we couldn't. We we sat there and Chris, myself, Ken Maine, and and Jude, we all kind of vote. We're, we're sitting here and we're like, who do we? Where do we go? Well, they had a good game. That this is this happened very, you know, did very well. How do you? And then we just went. You know what? When a team, when it's a team win, it's a team win. And and they, you know, I thought they represented the player of the game uh, as a defense uh, last week as well. Yeah, I mean that's the ultimate goal is to play is to play the game of football as a team. I know it's kind of cliche for a coach to say, but that's that's our goal every year at Maryville is to put the team first. And you know, it's kind of an all-on-deck mentality, and everybody's got a role. And if we do our job 
each other, and uh, you know, then we've got a chance to be successful. If, if we're playing individuals, you know, then we may make a few plays here and there, but ultimately we'll never reach you know, the, the potential of our of our success that's out there for us. So, you know, getting our guys to play as a team is a huge deal, and you know, when you can do it on defense consistently, I think you can have a lot of success, especially when you've got some good football players, and we certainly do. So. I think our, I think our defense has probably played consistently together better than our offense has, but you know at times our offense has, has done that as well. So uh, it's a, a great option to have the defense as as the player of the week and the players of the week. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, it, it's uh, it was great to to be able to call that out uh, and get that out. Uh, to all our listeners and social media outlets. But, Coach, uh, again, don't want to take a lot of your time, but tonight the Bradley Bears host the Red Rebels. Uh, you guys are on the road for now the third time of the season. And, and, again, a lot of this latter part of the season is going to be on the road because we had front-loaded home schedule. But, uh, but Coach, what, what does your team look like coming into tonight's matchup, and what do you expect out of the Bears? Well, Bradley's a really good team. You know, they lost a fair early in the year, first game of the year. And kind of had the injury bug bite them during the middle of that game. So that was tough for them to overcome. They weren't able to, you know, and come out with a win. But, you know, they've gotten healthy since. They've won every game since that game. Uh, most of them are convincing fashion. They just came off a, a big rivalry last week at Cleveland where they won, I think, by three scores, which was, you know, kind of an eye opening win because. We know how we know how competitive and, and tough Cleveland was. We played them earlier in the year. You know, for them to go at to Cleveland in the rivalry game, we kind of put it on them, and, and uh, you know that was that was not not, not surprising. I guess I shouldn't say, but but definitely got our attention. I think this is the most complete Bradley team that we've seen the last few years. We've seen them, you know, we've seen them every year the last four years, but but twice I think two out two out of them once again in the playoffs. So this is the most complete team I think that we've seen. They're, they're, not, they're not necessarily as flashy as they might have been, but, but they've got – they spread it out. They're more balanced. They spread it out on offense a lot better. They're, they're, you know, they've got a quarterback who I think delivers the ball as good as anybody they've had and just makes plays with his feet and, and, and through the year um, with good balance. You know, and on defense, they want to create – turn it over they want to you know negative play uh stuff like that and they're just really well coached they're gonna play hard they're off a big rivalry win they'll be excited to get the rebels at home so you know i think we're gonna have our hands full I'll tell you, Coach Floyd for for the Bears. He, you know, he's been there. I think this is fifteenth year, ten consecutive uh, playoff appearances for the Bears. Uh, you, you speak to that. That's a that's a strong uh, place to be. I mean, you're you're expected to win, and, and you've done that for for some time. So uh, this is a proud program, and I think it's a it's one that, like you said, is is going to be excited to have the Rebels uh, in their place. But Coach, uh, again, this is fall break week. Uh, again, getting a Thursday night game, so a little bit of a a dual weekend there for you. But uh, how's your team come into this matchup, and how have you guys prepared over the fall break week that may be different than a regular week? Well, it's different because you're not in routine. I think every coach and player loves the fact, you know, during the football season that you just stay in a routine. But, you know, the pros to the pros to be having you know, practice over fall break and playing over fall break is you're not as crunched for time. You, know, you get out of school and you're hustling out to the practice field. You're trying to get everything in so you can get the guys out of there and, and go home and eat 
dinner and do their homework and stuff like that. So, you know, you got more time. You don't feel as rushed, I guess you should say, at practice. But, you know, the cons are you're just out of routine. You know, there's nothing normal about some of the kids getting out of bed and you know, coming to football um, and going back home. It's, it's been a little bit different. It's always tough. There's more distractions, it seems. Because there's other things going on. I mean, kids are on fall break. And a lot of their friends at the beach and past, you know, their fall breaks to, you know, to, to play the game of football. And so, you know, that's that's always tough. But, you know, every team deals with that. Every team, unless they have, if they're lucky enough to have a bye week on fall break, which which some do, you know, and, and they're dealing with it too. And Bradley, I don't think uh, fall back until next week, but but they play a game. So anyway, it's it is what it is, and we've dealt with it the last four years. And so we're kind of getting used to it and feel like we have a good plan. And I think we've had a good week of practice. You know, Coach, twenty twenty's kind of dealt a, a little different hand. Uh, is, is there any uh, any? I don't I don't want to say provisions, but it, was there any different uh, discussions had uh, with the team given the you, you know the the situation that we're in. Uh, to kind of limit contact and do anything any different uh, from like the very beginning or just this week? Just just this impact, yeah. This week being that it's kind of wide open. I mean, you, nothing nothing different from this week because we've taken precaution all year. So we just kept we just kept our we tried to. You can't let your guard down or something like this because I think we've seen around us that you're just kind of one minor outbreak away from having to cancel games. You know, send kids home. You know, I'll be maybe healthy or not if they're if they're close contact. It's kind of out of our hands. So, you know, but we're trying not to let our guard down and, and continue to take care of the best we can to keep everybody healthy. And so we've continued to do all the things that we've done, you know, all season long, uh, and just carried it on through fall break. And we'll do it for the rest of the season. Absolutely, good. Good preparation always usually has a pretty good result, but uh, that doesn't surprise me with you, Coach. Uh, just just seems to be uh, usually try to stay a step ahead, or at least uh, at least running right even with it, right? Absolutely, no doubt. Awesome, Coach. Well, I, again, don't want to take up much more of your time. Get in there, uh, get the guys ready, and uh, and again, I wish you the best of luck tonight against the Bradley Bears. Again, on the road again uh, are the Red Rebels. So again, thanks for your time, and always a pleasure talking with you. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Awesome. So if you've listened to the Coach Derek Hunt Show, we're going to take another quick break listen to these great sponsors. But when we come back, pregame from Bradley Central High School as your Red Rebels take on the Bradley Bears. We'll uh, we'll do that on the flip side. Get Chris and Jude in, in and on the microphones, and we'll talk it out before the Rebels take on the Bears. You're listening to Rebel Radio 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be back. You don't want to miss it. Let me start by saying thanks to the listeners of Blunt County's own Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser, host of Rocky Top Sports' morning show, The Grind. Have you been asking yourself if 2020 is ever going to come to an end, if the changes will ever get back to normal? Well, actually, 2020 is going to change one more time here at WKVL. Coming October the 19th, The Grind Sports Morning Show will move to the afternoon. Six to seven will no longer be the start time. We will shift to the afternoon grind. Five to six p.m. 
a.m. on your afternoon commute home. We'll talk hot topics here in Blunt County. We'll talk big orange sports, Tennessee sports, and also hot topics fresh off the press each and every day. Again, no more 6 to 7 as we shift to the afternoon. 5 to 6 p.m. will be the new grind. 5 to 6 p.m. and we will re-air it 10 to 11 p.m. So again, coming October 19th, 5 to 6 p.m., the grind goes to the afternoons and we look forward to grinding it out with you on the way home. So check it out. You don't want to miss it. The Grind, 5 to 6 p.m., starting October the 19th. In Blunt County, we believe in faith, family, and football. That's what our neighbor Jerome Moon is fighting to protect in Nashville. A conservative who stands with our veterans, Jerome Moon cut taxes on groceries and created jobs for Blunt County families. Jerome increased funding for public schools, is endorsed by the NRA, and will never defund our police. Veteran, businessman, leader, Jerome Moon. Paid for by Jerome Moon for State House, Steve West Treasurer. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maribel be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel. Tired of your current job? Looking for a career change? Want to stay home in Blunt County? Then check out the many job openings and company career pages at BluntAreaJobs.com. Here you'll find complete job descriptions and an easy application process. Don't waste any more time. Get to searching for your next career. You can find Blunt Area Jobs on Facebook and Instagram. And welcome in to the Bob Ramsey for State Representative District 20 pregame show. I'm Wayne Kaiser, and I hope you enjoyed the Coach Derek Hunt show as we just wrapped that up. But, uh, guys, it's it's pregame here at Bradley Central High School. Uh, we're over here on the visitor press box. Great view here of Bradley Central's field. And uh, as I bring in Jude Ellis and Chris Hibbs, guys, it's uh, – it's football time again, a Thursday night game, so uh, got a little little business to take care of tonight, and then we both got school work tomorrow. But uh, Speak for um, yourself. <laughs> well, I, I don't either, but wow. but uh, going that maybe Chris is both by himself. But, oh, but uh, guys, we, we made a little trek, longest trip so far of the, uh, the road course, if you will. Uh, went to Knoxville twice, but now came down I-75 to take on Bradley Central, a team that, that comes into the night 4-1. and one. Uh, So I think this is going to be a little bit more formidable as far as a lot of successful football uh, to be played out here. Yeah, this is definitely going to be uh, a good test for Maryville. I mean, just traditionally with these Thursday night uh, fall break games, uh, Maryville tends to start a little bit slow. We've started slow a lot of times, so it should be uh, interesting as we've seen starting slow has been kind of the the typical thing here for Maryville this season. Let's see if they can maybe break out of that mold here on on a fall break Thursday game. You know, as I bring Chris in, you know, we're, we're looking here, and Bradley Central's kind of cut out into the hill a little bit. It's, it's like a dipped-out football field. You kind of drive up to the top of it, and then it kind of goes down. But uh, Bradley Central's already hit the hit the locker rooms. Maryville's still out on the field. But uh, this is a team, Bradley Central, that's, that's kind of – they have a little bit of tradition, a little bit of – 
I guess, history in, in the postseason. Ten straight playoff appearances for this team. Uh, Damon Floyd, the uh, the uh, the head coach of Bradley Central, he's a former Bear himself, and then he went and played in college, and then, of course, has made his way back to, to be the head coach here. Uh, but it, do you think that in, in region play, Bradley Central, McMinn County, Maryville, that's kind of the one-two-three punch. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this a this is a huge game for both teams? But do you think Bradley feels like they've got some uh, opportunities here? Yeah, I think Bradley's definitely going to be looking to try and strike Maryville. Although I think that uh, with the loss of their star quarterback, uh, I think they're going to they're going to struggle some tonight against this great Maryville defense. Well, we talked on the way down here. Chris and I rode together, and and we talked about you know what, what do you think from a they've got playmakers, they've got the opportunities to to do some different things. But I, but I tell you, this is a I told Chris I said there's going to have to be a team that scores in double digits before I think Maryville's yeah. got got an opportunity to to struggle. So mm-hmm. uh, I think you know defensively uh, you're going to have to do some things. And and Bradley Central's gave, given up an average of 19 points. They're scoring 31. Um, Maryville's scoring a little bit beyond that, so I, I think I think one of those trends have to stop, and I don't I don't see it stopping on the on the Maryville side of things. Yeah, I mean I'm agreeing I agree with you there. I mean their offense has been pretty uh, their bread and butter this year, but you know we looked at the teams they've been going up against Beard and Farragut, uh, also Udawa. I mean Maryville's played them same teams, and we've given up only nine points for the entire season, and that was against uh, another state champion in Alcoa. So. It'll be a big task for Bradley Central. Yeah, I'll tell you this. You know, we talked on the Coach Derek Hunt show. If you, so if you heard that, Maryville's defense has given up 26 points for the entire season. Six wins, 26 points. So you can do the math there. But looking at, at what they did, they lost to Farragut 25-21, a injury-stricken game where they lost their quarterback, lost some other pieces. Uh, but then they went on four, a five-game win streak, uh, beating Walker Valley, Heritage, Bearden, Ottawa, and Cleveland. Uh, again, Walker Valley was a three-point win. Uh, had a very significant win or a heavy win uh, against Heritage at Heritage. Uh, Bearden was a 35-20 to 20 win, if that's a comparable standpoint, a running back standpoint. Has probably been the best offensive team we've seen so far this season. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, for sure. They're just, uh, they've are just they got a lot of weapons. They're able to, uh, to score a lot. But uh, I think uh, Bradley Central, they're coming in here hot. I think they've got a lot of momentum behind them, as you were just listing all those wins that they've they've uh, pieced together here of late. And uh I think it should definitely be a really good and uh, formidable matchup here for Maribel. Absolutely. We're looking forward to it. As, as again, we're on the opposing side of, of the home stands, so we, we're over here with the, the Maribel faithful, and we look to paint the picture of what goes on here at Bradley Central High School. But let's take our first break of the, of the evening. Uh, you're listening to the Bob Ramsey pregame show. Bob Ramsey for State Representative District 20, paid for by the committee to reelect Bob Ramsey. Bob Ramsey. Treasurer. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Rebel Radio, WGAP 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 Three eight nine seven four one two. 
Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. We all want our loved ones to be safe. Denso and Maribel is at the forefront of creating technology for safer vehicles while keeping their employees safe with social distancing, face coverings, thermal screenings, and more. Join the exciting automotive market with Denso in a fast, challenging, clean, and safe environment. Starting hourly pay is more than $14 with an increase to more than $15 after 90 days, plus 401k, paid holidays, and vacation. Start your future now. Visit DenzoCareers.com slash production to apply. Equal Opportunity Employer. Let me start by saying thank you to the listeners of Blunt County's own Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser, host of WKVL's early morning show, The Grind, if you like real talk about real sports and you kind of like hearing it from a familiar voice, give us a try. Catch us live each and every weekday morning, 6 to 7 a.m. and each and every afternoon, 2 to 3 p.m. That's when it hits the radio dial. But if those times just don't work for you, check us out online thegrindonsports.com. Again, that's thegrindonsports.com. You can listen anytime on your time. Archive shows available 24-7, 365. Thanks again, and I hope you enjoy. But until then, take care, be safe, and yes, grind on. If you own a SUV or light truck, Finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Stevenson Tire show you what the Yokohama Geolander HT Geo 56 can do for your daily drive. Thanks to an advanced all-season compound and unique tread features, it's one of the longest-lasting light truck tires on the road. And not only is it built for exceptional all-weather handling, but it's also designed to provide an amazingly quiet and comfortable ride. All this and a mileage warranty up to 70,000 miles. Check out the Yokohama Geolander HD Geo 56 at Stevenson Tire today. 2411 East Broadway Avenue, Maryville, 983-1621. And see what could be the perfect tire for your light truck or SUV. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, Call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. And welcome back to Rebel Radio, the Bob Ramsey pregame show, as you're listening on 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. Jude Ellison, Chris Hips, along with me, Wayne Kaiser, as we talk it out here before the matchup between Bradley Central and your Red Rebels. But guys, talked about Bradley Central before. Again, Coach Damon Lloyd and the, the success that he's had here at Bradley Central. Again, 10 straight uh, playoff appearances. Uh, they've had some success in region uh, since they've kind of come together. Uh, but the Red Rebels, uh, they've, they've been on a pursuit this season as well. Last year, 15-0, and 6A state champs. And we talk about each and every week the, the new faces, uh, but they keep continuing to add to their, their, to their identity. And, and, Jude, we talk about last year's success rate. I mean, yeah. we're talking about a defense that I'm just like, 
I, I don't know how much you get better from that. And, and this defense is putting it on the, on the line. And then this offense, quite frankly, you know, you don't have Ashton Maples, you don't have A.J. Davis, you don't have T. Hodge, but you've got a load in Parker McGill. You've got Noah Vaughn. And Carson Jones is carving out his own, yeah. his own legacy. So uh, what, do you, what do you look for? Uh, again, as we talked at the break, uh, Bradley Central does not have a locker room for the Red Rebels. So their locker room for tonight will be uh, to our left, yeah. Actually, at the top of the visitor stands, they'll do it. Uh, in the bleachers, yeah. I think uh, Chris said it best, doing it peewee style. Yeah, it's peewee style, sitting in the stands, waiting for the game. I like it though. We can we can really get a, a pulse on on what's going on uh, with their location. And, and again, uh, uh, Bradley Central, even in non-COVID times, has has a tough time uh, accommodating a, a big roster like mm-hmm. that. So uh, it, it's just signs of the times and what we're what we're dealing with. But guys, kind of talk about you know 18 minutes till kickoff, and we'll, we'll of course try to get one more break in. But talk about keys to winning. You know, I, to me, uh, you look at the common opponents: Bearden, Farragut, and Cleveland. And and in my book, if you're, you just be Maryville, and that's all. That's all you got to be. The best version of Maryville wins this football game and wins it pretty convincingly. But also run the football. I like the thunder lightning approach with Noah and 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 Parker McGill. But then also, I think you got to. I think you got to start taking some shots and putting that on film, uh, so so that teams really have to back up to begin games. Because I think um, the first quarter defense for against Maryville right now is is load the box. And I think if you come out hot one, you know, a couple times, I think that opens some things up. I mean, would you guys agree? Yeah, I mean for sure. I think Maryville just uh, needs to come out here and, like you said, just really give the ball to a lot more players. And I would love to to like how you said see some more shots, give, give Markel the ball deep. I think just with his size and his ability just to jump up and just pinpoint the ball, it's very hard for him to uh, get beat by a wide receiver. That's almost always going to him. It's really not a 50-50 ball. It's maybe more like a 70-30 ball. So uh, I think he really, I would like to see him targeted more, and uh, I would like to see that uh, double run approach with uh, Parker McGill and uh, Noah Vaughn. Wait, what do you think, Chris? I mean, do you think the, the, the throw game's got to open itself up, or do, do you like just to kind of pound it up inside and just wait for it, honestly, for the depth of Maryville to take over? Well, I mean, we, we saw the uh, Bradley Central team out there. They have a bunch of big bodies that's going to be on that defensive line, and they're going to make an emphasis to try to stop Parker McGill. So you don't have to just take deep shots. I mean, just also make them run side to side. Get them quick slants going. You know, even get Parker McGill out of the backfield. You know, Noah Vaughn on a quick uh, screen outside. Uh, make them run, like I said, back and forth. Get them tired down and then just allow Parker, Noah, uh, even Hillard, you know, all third string back. He can, you know, really plow straight ahead. Uh, get the running game going and then should be able to break off some big runs here shortly. Yeah, it looks like they're about to get the national anthem underway. Let's take us a break and, and, and respect the flag with them, and we'll be back. You're listening to the Bob Ramsey for, for State Representative pregame show. We'll be right back. Folks, do you want the best mortgage rate and terms available? Go local. Volunteer Home Mortgage is home-owned and home-operated. We're part of your community. When you buy or refinance with us, you're helping local folks who shop locally, too. That's Neighbors Helping Neighbors. Call me to see how your local wholesale mortgage broker can help you get the best possible mortgage rate and terms. I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. 865-238-7500. NMLS 1641325.
Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blunt County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation review and assurance services. It's Whitlock & Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock & Company online at whitlockcpa.com. Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, and I am running for re-election to represent District 20 in the Tennessee State Legislature. It has been an honor to represent the interest of Blount County in Nashville. The history and development of our community are at the forefront of the decision I am asked to make in the legislature. Throughout my years of service, your calls, emails, and letters have played a large part in the decisions I have made. With your dedicated civil engagement and insight, I have continued to introduce support and pass legislation you have asked for resulting in growth and progress. There is still much to be done, especially in these unprecedented times before us. Proven leadership and know-how is imperative as we address the difficult issues that lay ahead. When I say your choice for your voice, that means I will continue to fight for your choices. I have yet to waver in my commitment to speak for all of Blount County the best way I know how. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to move Blunt County forward. I'm Bob Ramsey and I approve this message. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Welcome back to the Bob Ramsey for Representative pregame show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hibbs, Jude Ellison. Guys, we're at Bradley Central High School ready for the Red Rebels to take on the Bradley Bears. History shows 10-6-2 is the overall record. Maribel in, in front in a, in a robbery. I know that shocks you guys. Uh, but 10 wins for the Rebels, 6 losses, and 2 ties. The last loss to Bradley Central uh, coming a few years before we were born, 1945 is the last time uh, the Bears have defeated the uh, the Rebels. Uh, Rebels win in 46, 47, 2013 in the playoffs, 2015, 16, 17, 17 in the playoffs again, uh, 2018 and 2019. Last year's matchup, 42-7 to 7 in favor of the Red Rebels. Uh, talking a little bit before the, the game, we've got to get one big thing in, and it's the Hippies' keys to the win. Uh, Hippie, uh, what, what do you think the Rebels got to do to get this thing done tonight? Well, uh, number one for me is stay focused and stay healthy. Uh, 
kind of hard to focus right now as you're uh, sitting on a bench and waiting for the game. But also stay healthy. I mean, we got down here. It's about 80 degrees when we got here. It's probably in the you know mid 70s right now. You know, you got to stay hydrated. I want to cramp up, especially with the temperature change. Uh, second for me, open the playbook up. You like like we were talking previously. You know, spread the D out. You know, take your shot D, spread them out, make them run side to side, tire them down. They'll open up the holes for Parker McGill and this running back trio. And lastly, win the line of scrimmage. Um, we, we noticed they had a bunch of big bodies out there on the defensive side and offensive side. You know, for Maryville here, you got to own the line of scrimmage on offense and on defense and make sure, you know, you contain the running game. You can't give up that edge. So that will be the three keys today. What you got, Jude? Uh, nothing much. Nothing much. Just hanging out. Yeah. Hey, what about a Thursday game? Yeah, Thursday games, I mean, for Maribel traditionally have not been uh, the highest starting, as I was saying earlier, especially on fall break, you kind of combine that. Just uh, guys have just probably been sitting around playing some Xbox and not uh, kind of getting out of that routine of going to school every day. So uh, very interesting. Denzo was just on the scoreboard up there, and it was a guy we knew that we were working with. Oh, man, we got a Rebel Radio mask on there. Way to go. Way to go. Sorry, we're all over the place right now. We just saw Denzel on the scoreboard yeah. and saw Rebel Radio Mask in the stands. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. But, to see it. but a little Thursday action, but uh, Ken Main brings up a, a good point. It's Thursday night, no bands, no senior night, no homecoming, and nobody else playing around East Tennessee. So we're going we're gonna to keep the focus right here at Bradley Central High School and your Red Rebels taking on the Bradley Bears. But, guys, last year, uh, Parker McGill rushed for 19 times, 156 yards in this matchup. I think we'll see a lot of Mr. McGill uh, tonight as well. Uh, talk a little bit about uh, Bradley Central. Again, some key names to remember, Aiden McClary, uh, Cannon Hall, and Javin Burke. Again, he's, he's one of those players that uh, was thinged up early. And then on defense, Josh Helsman and C.J. Hardy. He's a UT Martin commit, so watch those for the Bradley Bears. But as we wrap up the Bob Ramsey for, for State Representative pregame show, want to want to thank our sponsors, Twin City Certified in Maryville, Stevenson Tire, West Chevrolet, the right spot in Alcoa. If you haven't been, you should. You'll be glad you did. Great food at a great price in a great community. Volunteer Home Mortgage, uh, Lee Franks and Company will take care of you in that home mortgage uh, facet of your life. Whitlock and Company PC, they're our halftime sponsor. Bob Ramsey, pre- and post-game show sponsor. Dwight Price of Realty Executives will bring you first downs. Denzo will bring you scoreboard updates. It's Thursday, there will be us and Powell versus Knoxwest. Those are the two big games in our area. Uh, Denzo, uh, again, the scoreboard sponsor. El Himidor will give you time timeouts. Common Sense Pest Control will be your red zone sponsor. Everting Orthodontics uh, will be your touchdown sponsors. And the player of the game brought to you by WKVL's the grind morning show that here in a couple weeks, October the 19th, will shift to the afternoons. Five to six grind, the morning becomes the afternoon. But we're going to sign out of the Bob Ramsey pregame show, listen to a couple sponsors, and when we come back, live game action and pregame uh, for what is supposed to be a big-time Rebel football game. Bradley Central High School is the host, and the Rebels come in looking for a victory. We'll talk about it on the flip. You're listening to Rebel Radio 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. 
Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. West Chevrolet, doing business in Blunt County for 88 years. West Chevrolet is located on the airport motor mile and has been a leader in our community serving the good people of Blunt County for four generations. Whether you're looking to buy new, pre-owned, or get service for your automobile, think West Chevrolet. West Chevrolet is happy to partner with all the local high schools and wishes everyone a happy and safe fall season for your sport. Whether you're a tornado, rebel, mountaineer, or governor, you can find the auto, help, or service you need at West Chevrolet. Reach us at 970-9378 or online at westchevrolet.com. You can also find us on Facebook. We're here to serve the good people of Blunt County. We do what we say at West Chevrolet. Good game day to you and welcome to this week's edition of Red Rebel Football 2020. Rebel Radio and WGAP are proud to bring you another chapter in the storied history of Maryville High School Football, Tennessee's all-time winningest high school football program. The Red Rebels look to defend their 2019 6A state championship here tonight, and it's sure to be a good one. So sit back and enjoy as we set the stage for what hopes to be Another big Red Rebel victory. It's football time in Maryville, and you don't have to miss a moment of the action right here on Rebel Radio WGAP. The time is now, and here come those Rebels. And good Thursday to you, and welcome to game number seven of this fast-moving 2020 season for the Red Rebels. Maryville's on the road again as they take one of the longest trips down I-75 and make their way to Bradley Central High School. The Red Rebels hope to get back on I-75 with one more W on the left side of that 2020 record. The Rebels come into tonight's matchup at a 6-0 record after a lockdown 38-0 shutout victory last week at Fulton. The Bears come in at 4-1 or 5-1 with five straight victories after a week one loss to the Farragut Admirals. I'm Wayne Kaiser, and on behalf of Blunt Broadcasting and WGAP, welcome to this week's edition of Rebel Radio. As I bring in Jude Ellis and Chris Hips, it is football time in Bradley County, and uh, the Bears just took the field, and the Rebels look to run through the Power M on their side of the field. And, uh, and guys, looking over across the way, pink out for their student section, and looks like neon for the Rebel faithful on this side of things. All uh, all ten of them are down there, decked out in their neon. They're fierce, though. Yeah. Fierce. We got Big Poppy down on the rail, so he'll uh, he'll conduct them to a victory yeah. there. He'll keep it rocking. But he's got the Rebel radio mask. You don't lose with that on. You don't lose is exactly right. 21 strong at the moment. But uh, looking across the way, Bradley Central comes into tonight's unis. Gold pants, black jerseys, white numerals, and then the white helmet with the B, Bradley B, on the side of the, the helmet. The Rebels come in with the white road jerseys, black pants, and the traditional black Rebel helmet uh, with the red Rebel script. But looks like the team captains are on the field ready to get, get things going. For Maryville, it's number 17, Lou Birchfield, number 7, Hagen Webb, and number 56, Brandon Husky. And then for Bradley, it will be Bennett Burris, number 55. I know Chris is probably liking that name as it matches. 
his little boy. So excited for that. But they're going to bring probably only one of the Rebels to, to midfield. Uh, I, who is it? Who is it, Jude? Do you know? Oh, seven. Is that Lou? Right, seven. Seventeen, 17 is Lou. Yeah. And, and Jeff Weaver down there taking pictures <laughs> of their face mask or, or yes, somewhere. He's in there, man. Very close. Very close. He's yeah. in there. Yeah, 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 he's he's catching the the what what do you call it? The the yeah, particles, I guess. Particles. Yeah, <laughs> social distance indeed. But uh Jeff's got his Rebel Radio mask too. He's rocking one too. Yeah, he's got his repping. We got we got Gahagan down there with his on. I don't know that we would full blown say we're nationwide, but we're definitely like East Tennessee wide. Like it's a thing. What are they saying? Where's your section? <laughs> I mean Wait for it. No, it's not. No, half I'm just Maribel. saying the rest of yeah, them yeah. are here. No, I mean, half of Maribel's down at Seaside Beach right now, so it's not going to be a big, <laughs> I big will, student section I right will now. say, though, a travel down this far, again, in COVID times, social distancing, and, and not knowing where, where you're going to be able to sit, if you're going to be yeah. able to sit, I think Maribel sends a great crowd everywhere they go, and there's, there's a good amount of, of Maribel faithful here. And they're just talking. I, I, I don't yeah. know what they're going about. But it uh, looks like to be a pink out in the stands as well. As uh, Again, October's Breast Cancer Awareness mm-hmm. Month, so I uh, want to raise that up. Uh, if you have been or are being affected uh, by that, that horrible disease, again, want to keep you in our thoughts and prayers. But at the same point, uh, again, um, kind of raise up the, the research that's going on and the success rate uh, that, that has grown over the last few years. But, Jude, uh, as the, the captains finally start heading towards center, center field, I guess I guess in baseball playoffs, that's, you can say center field, right? Uh, Lou Birchfield is going to go out for the Rebels, and uh, Bennett Burris is going to be the other captain as they, uh, they shake hands there at, at, on top of the Bradley B. And they're going to look. The, the official will give the, the, the cordials, uh, kind of give the, the steel, you know, heads, tails, the mm-hmm. whole flip. Jeff out there getting some picks. What do you think Lou's calling? Do you think he's calling heads or toes? I think whatever he wants the football. <laughs> but I'm going to say Lou will, heads. Lou will will it to whatever uh, whatever, whatever sign it's going to be. I'm going to say it's heads. Looks like Bradley wins the toss. We're going to see if Maribel wants the football or if they're going to go on defense here. Looks like Bradley's getting the ball. Bradley wants the football. Probably not a bad idea because you got to see what you're going to yeah. be able to do against this Rebel defense, but they fist bump at the B, and then they get to their respective side. Lou brings the heat back to the sideline, and here come those Rebels. The special teams will get out for the Rebels, and they will kick it away to the Bradley Bears. Yeah, I tell you what, this is cool being out here. This is our first time really being out in the weather without it being freezing. It's great, great, fantastic fall weather where you can kind of feel the energy of all the crowd here. Oh, yeah. Even with COVID, there's still a, a big number of crowd here so uh yeah on fall break yeah. And, and again appreciate you will say this multiple times but appreciate bradley central for the accommodations mm-hmm. visiting press box yeah and and again just uh really easy to get in we, we parked and walked probably 30 steps and we're up here yeah we've got a great view of the field this is probably one of the better opposing press boxes we've been to you know it's very nice it's high enough to where you can get a good view and it's close enough too so that's nice and i'll tell you that's a that's a tough list to get on yeah because that uh there's a lot of some bad ones well there's a lot of good press boxes in yeah. our conference too though Udawa was pretty good. Yeah, as we as we get the the special teams up and at it, uh, Bradley already in their receiving formation, and uh, looks like the Rebels look to kick it away again. Going to be number ninety four, Charles Trenum, 
to kick this one away. The 5'11", 185-pound junior has been pretty successful getting this thing either either a very well-coverable kick or kicking it out of the back of the end zone. Either way is good yeah. for the Rebels. But deep for the Bradley Bears, number three, Javin Burke, uh, defensive back, 5'11", 170, senior, and looks to be number two. That's Cannon Hall, neither of which will get an opportunity as as his kick goes deep into the end zone. Yeah. Again, Bradley Central sets up first and ten, going left to right here on their on from our view on their field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, setting out here for the first possession. As we said earlier, the uh, they're starting a wide receiver out here at quarterback, so it should be interesting to see if Maryville's going to kind of scheme it a little bit different to where kind of exploit that and maybe lack of throwing prowess that they would have had with their normal quarterback. A little Kentucky style, Lynn yeah. Bowden, Lynn Bowden style. Looks like number 13 will be their quarterback. That's Aiden McCleary, listed as a wide receiver, 6'1", 180-pound junior, has been called into action as a quarterback injury week at number one. Two receivers left, one to the right, and just quick handoff to number three. Round left in, and he's got some room. He's across the 40-yard line and tripped up and dropped by D.J. Burks. He's the only guy that could have got there, and that's a big gain by the Bradley Bear offense. Up to the 41, that's going to be a first down Bradley Central. Yeah, this kid's a real speedster, number three here for Bradley Central, Burke. And uh, he just got to that outside and didn't look back. And then uh, we had Burks come over and make a fantastic play. He's just such a, he's such a quick guy. He's going to be able to make that play. Bradley looked to be running a little bit of tempo. Flip trips to the right side of the formation, one to the left. Burke in the backfield with McCleary. And then they slow it down. They give it back to, to Burke. And he is going to bowl ahead forward across the 45 to the 46. Pick up a five there on first down. And a second and five to go. Uh, better than the first time he touched the football, but still a big gainer for, for the junior. Yeah, number six, Nick Day will come in. He's normally in wide receiver. He's playing safety tonight. He was able to step up and make the play and hold him to only a gain of four. Yeah, and I, I, th- I think teams are going to look to pound this thing early on. At least but, until Maribel makes the adjustment. Yeah, McCleary looks to the sideline to get the play. Again, flips Burke in the back of the formation. Trips continue to stay right. One receiver to the left. Shotgun formation. He takes the snap, gives it to Mr. Mr. Dependable, and three straight run plays and three straight positive yardage. That one just going to be a pickup of about two yards on the play, and it will set up third and four upcoming. Yeah, and Eli Haynes, is, as uh, Chris mentioned, is also out, so that's one of the sides that he's normally on they're kind of exploiting trying to kind of find that weak link in the uh, Maribel defense and you think the zone here passing they've ran three straight times I don't know why they wouldn't do it again but a little different formation a little bunch as they got two two left two right and uh, looks like Burke cutting across the formation they give it to a different running back and no siree not the same result as he stopped and dropped at the line of scrimmage yeah just uh Maribel was able to make the adjustment I guess they're running that old uh Major's mantra, you just do it till they can stop you. Yeah. So uh, Maribel was able to stop them there. And, it's uh, like and they, get they out did. The field. Yep. Jackson Wilson was the ball carrier, 6'195 195-pound freshman mm. on third down. It's a lot to put on the shoulders. As, as Bradley comes out in pump formation, the punter trying to get the number 17 is Braden Clark. He stands at his own 31-yard line. Gets a short, ki- or short snap, and he kicks it away. High sky boomer. And we've got to kind of scoop under that one. I think uh, wanted to let it bounce, but then at the last second, Daigle decides to scoop under it, takes it, and the Rebels will take over first and 10 from their own 31-yard line. So literally a flip script. Yeah, man, for, uh, 
Vega pulled out the Fernando Tatis <laughs> Jr. dive play there to, to make a catch on that and just got under it and stopped it. That is the Rebel option of the night. Carson Jones to lead the Rebel offense out there. Parker McGill in the backfield with him. No shocker there. Two receivers to the left, one to the right, as they've got Burks and Fortenberry on the same side of the formation. They flip Parker McGill to his right hip pocket, takes the snap, gives it to Mr. McGill, stutter step and forward as he pushes across the 35-yard line up to the 36. That'll be a pickup of five on first down for Mr. 24. That's just your classic McGill run there, just run straight up the middle and uh, get a few yards after contact there. That's your... Uh, your textbook copyright McGill play right there. Yeah, he took a few steps to try to get his lane and then, uh, and then got upfield. Got to love that uh, decision-making and, uh, and just north and south running. Going to keep the similar formation, but Parker to the left of Carson Jones, shotgun. He takes a high snap, delivers out in the flat to Fortenberry. Bradley's there, yeah. but uh, good job by Markell for falling forward. Probably going to pick up about a half yard on what should have been about a one-yard loss. Yeah, number 15, uh, Roberts there was able to just blow up that play and was just in the backfield really by the time the ball was thrown. Yeah, he was already tackling Markell by the yeah. time the ball was delivered, but Markell focused on the catch and fell ahead forward. Third and four upcoming ball on the 37-yard line going right to left. 8.50 to go here in the first quarter. Score is still zero for Maryville, zero for homestanding Bradley. Trips to the right and the band is, uh, is getting hype. As they kick it over in a pitch play to Parker McGill, he gets ahead forward, crosses the 40-yard line, and the ball comes out, and Bradley says they have it. Mm. Costly error there by Maryville. And, uh, the refs will agree it's Bradley Central football. Yeah, Bradley uh, definitely got a big momentum swing there. It's kind of an uncharacteristic fumble there for Maryville. Yeah, they had to get the rip going as number six, I'm not seeing a number six on yeah, the, on no the roster. Six. But uh, he made a big play for yeah. Bradley Central, Turn, turned over the Rebels. And they're set up in great field position, stand on Maryville's 42-yard line going left to right. They get out there quickly to make something happen, and they hand it to Burks. Burks does a little stutter step left and right and gets ahead forward, crosses the 40 into the 37-yard line. That's going to be a pickup of five there on first down, second and five upcoming. Yeah, he was able to find that crease and just uh, get a few yards and even a sidestep there after contact to get a, some more, and that's a, a gain of five for him, not as big as that first run that he had, but they're able to get consistently positive yards out of this run game. And I, I think there's been some adjustments because, again, he's, he's kind of a slasher, and, and the Maryville defense has really kind of closed some of those holes up. But, again, they're going to stay in that similar formation, similar handoff to Javin Burke, and he gets around left end and across the 35 down to the 33 yard line. And that's going to be a four-yard pickup. That's going to bring up third and one. Yeah, they must see something on that left side because I think they've run every single run play on that left side. I, I think it's right. the absence of Haim. I agree, yeah. He's, he's a big player for us, and he, uh, his absence uh, allows for someone else to step up uh, here for Maryville. And that looks like it's going to be Nick Dangle, who is characteristically a wide receiver coming into safety. Javin Burke has been the workhorse early for the Bradley Bears as we near the seven-minute mark here in the first quarter. Scoreless here at Bradley Central. A little play action. McCleary's going to keep it, go around that left end, and no one is fooled for the Rebels as he just picks up just barely enough for a first down. He gets down to the 31, and that will be a two-yard pickup when he only needed one. First down, Bradley Central. Yeah, Zach Brayden was able to read that play really well. 
uh, kind of a read option almost, and he uh, he picked it up, and Zach Braden was able to recognize it and make a great play in the left field. Yeah, I thought really holding down the edge was, was strong there, and uh, and they, they forced McCleary to, to kind of roll himself out of bounds. That will change the look for the Maryville defense as they're, they're kind of 4-3 front. And, again, trying to play, in, play in a little coverage there. As McCleary's looking to throw the football, he's got a, he's got a spot out in the flat. And looks like that's going to fall incomplete. Yeah, he almost he almost made a play on it. Just kind of uh, – I swear he caught it timing, three times. Yeah, a little timing route and turned around. The ball was on the opposite side of him that I think he was pre- predicting it to. But he – he made a good catch and then just kind of dropped it and then caught it again and then <laughs> dropped it again. Yeah, McCleary to Clark, wide receiver to wide receiver pass right there, but uh, incomplete nonetheless, second and ten. They hand it off to Javin Burke again. He's going to go right side, and he's got some room, and he continues to grind those legs, and he gets inside the 20-yard line. They're going to call him stopped at the 20. A pickup of 11 there for Javin Burke. Yeah, and D.J. Burks was the one who led the first hit, and then about half of the Maryville defense came over and finished off the tackle there, but he was able to just uh, keep those legs running and uh, was able to pick up the big first down here for the Bears. Hagen Webb exits the football game, exits a little gingerly, kind of holding his arm. We'll hope that he comes back in clean. But we'll keep an eye on that one. 6.48 to go here in the first quarter. Scoreless still at Bradley Central, but Bears are threatening as they sit on the 20-yard line. The bend-but-don't-break defense, Jude, Getting tested early. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Let's see if Maryville can step up and make a big play here in the red zone. McCleary takes the snap. Give it to Mr. Burke. He goes straight ahead forward inside the 15, down to the 14. Pick up of six there on first down. That's what's putting Bradley in a good situation. Yeah. They can call whatever they want on second because they're picking up five-plus yards mm-hmm. on first down. Yeah, they're just basically setting up. It's almost a guarantee at this point. It's going to be second out of five for them, so they're able to really expand the playbook here. Uh, it's a 15. I wouldn't know why he wouldn't go back to that left side with Burke here. And, and I think the Rebel defense looking to the sideline to get adjustments. And we'll see if they, they crunch this thing down as second and five upcoming. McCleary takes the snap, gives it to Burke again. He goes right side. And that's just going to be a short pickup, maybe a pickup of one on second down. That's going to bring up third and four. And, I mean, you got to give a lot of credit to this Bradley Central offensive line. They're able to just – uh, just pound the rock here on Maribel, and uh, I, th- I don't think they've gotten a negative play this game, so they're just really doing a great job running the ball, something no team has really done against Maribel. Well, Burke does a great job of falling forward. Even on that play, we stood him up at the line of scrimmage. He still gained one. Game two, actually. Yeah. Third and three, 5.27 to go. Clock is ticking down. Scoreless, still here at Bradley Central. McCleary takes the snap, gives it to Burke again, straight up the middle. He's going to get nearly to the 10. If they give him the 10, that's the first down. That's where they stand. It's going to depend on the spot here. I think think it's moving the sticks, honestly. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be first down and goal now, or maybe first and a long goal. goal, First and 10 from the 10. They're dropping the the markers there. It's first and goal. This will be big for Maryville to make a stop here, but Bradley Central's really moving the ball well, really running the ball very well right now. Yeah, the next next sequence of plays is, is huge for both teams. The swing that could happen, again, the success of Bradley could really pump, put a shot in the arm, but if you stop them here for the Rebel defense, uh, that's a shot in the arm of the other side. McCleary takes the snap, gives it to Burke, and there may be your negative play you're looking for as Burke's is stopped and dropped at the line of scrimmage. No gain. Uh, that was Mike Mathia there on the tackle, 55. He was able to just, him and Brock Garner were able to just get in there and, and get him right at the line of tackle, line of scrimmage, excuse me, and just not allow any extra yards. That's what Burke's been able to do a lot. 
been able to fall forward this time. That wasn't the case. And, again, that's what we said. First zero or negative yards play of the game. Oh, yeah, and that's a, that's a good time to have one. As they went back to the well just one too many times. As they're going to change and put Burke out in the flat, he's going to be the wide receiver uh, out here standing near the 10, as it's printed here on Brown. Found at the three-yard line. Nice pickup by num- number 35, Julius Toto. Yeah, great play by him and Daigle to kind of force him out of bounds. And the Fry Daddy was in on that tackle as well. Just a great, uh, fantastic play. As Jason Manneker's going to run off, he's on that right staple side, and that's a, that's a big one for Merrill to get out here. There's a lot of exits here. Manneker gets out, Travis Reeder out, yeah, they go out. They're putting in the big dogs here. They're putting Hagen and Keyshawn in. I think they're getting that, uh, getting that big package in yeah. the middle, honestly. As they're going to bunch this thing up, they're going to look to pound this thing in from the one-yard line. As they're going to give it straight ahead to number no. five, and he does not get it. No game. That's a big stop right there. That's going to be that's second and one, turn third and one. That's a giant stop. No, that's going to go fourth. Yeah, that's going to be fourth and one here. I say if you're Bradley Central, I say you go for it. You, you have got, to. You're in a lucky situation where you're on the one-yard line or two-yard line against Maribel with their backs up against the wall. I think you I think you give it to number three and let him play. Well, I'll tell you this. I can count on one hand how many teams have had the football on yeah. the one-yard line. You've got to take an opportunity like this. They're going to try to cram it in there. McCleary's going to go under center. Bunch package. They move the tight end right to left of the formation. They give it to 34, and they get it. Fry Daddy stopped him. Fry Daddy and Lou with the stop That's there. That's a great stop. They tried to go wide. I don't know. You just go ahead, but we won't, we won't fuss about it. Turnover. The Rebels bow the back and turn over the Bears. Fourth and one turns first and ten, Red Rebels. Yeah, but just what a great – stand there by Maribel, and as we've seen, teams have been able to move the yard, the ball about 80 yards on Maribel, once they get into that red zone, Maribel defense makes the correct adjustments and really just stops them, that's what the fourth or fifth goal line stand here for this Maribel defense in the past three weeks. You talk about the zero or negative plays for the Rebels defense there, uh, they went a long time and didn't get one here in the first quarter, three out of four of their plays were negative yardage, Jude, right there in that yeah. four, four down stretch, but the offense comes back out, Carson Jones in the shotgun. Going to keep it, going to look to throw as he unloads it to Fortenberry. Fortenberry jumps over, tries to play DB, and cannot save it. Turnover interception for the Rebels. Bradley gets the football back at the, at the Rebel 29-yard line. Just, a, I don't know, maybe, maybe a home run ball there, but I like the, the idea to take the shot, just not enough air under it. Yeah, if you're Maribel, that's definitely not what you wanted to see. And, and I agree, if that thing, if you could have put just a tiny bit more of air on it, might have had a... He might have had number 19 there streaking. But uh, as we said earlier, there's a lot of balls he's going to be able to get. That was one that he wasn't able to. Absolutely. And, and there was two bears in the in the yeah. area, and they just they just kind of timed it better. Yep. So uh, turnover, good job for Bradley. And now they're on offense going left to right here. New life after a big turnover. We'll see if there's a hangover from that mm-hmm. goal line stand. But McCleary and Burke in the backfield trips to the left. They're going to fake it to Burke. McCleary runs Ooh. over in the flat, drops to the tight end. Great play. And he's going to be inside the 20, down to the 15-yard line. It's going to be a pickup of 14 on first down. Huge pickup for number 87 for the, the, the Bradley Bears. That is Sam Shepard, 6'1", 200 pounds. Looks like a bigger kid than that. Yeah, and just what a great play. What a great play design. They kind of looked as it was going to be a screen. Tight end just slipped right behind Lou and was able to find that crease for the 10-yard pickup. 2.35 to go in the game, and it's still scoreless at the moment as Bradley is driving inside the 15 
down to the 11. And let's see where he comes to a rest. They're going to give him all the way down to the 10. That's going to be a five-yard pickup on first down. Bring up second and five from the 10-yard line. And he does not go down easy either. He was he was just chugging those legs. And I think he got about three or four yards after he got hit that first time. And that's been the story of the night here. Yeah, they, they continue to fall forward and, and give credit to that Bradley offensive line really opening some things up for them. But, uh, again, Maryville's been here before. They can get a first down inside the five. Uh, but let's see if the Rebels can turn them back. They take the snap. McCleary gives it to Burke. He gets through the first level defenders. Gets down to about the eight-yard line. That's going to be a pickup of two. Should bring up third and three. And they're going to run him. They're going to run in Zach Braden here. Maryville is in, uh, in 32. That's going to be Thomas Roberts. Those are two big players lining up uh, in the middle of the defense, kind of shore it up a little bit. Frankie Diaz on the tackle there, number 95, six foot, 225, sophomore. He's a hoss. He's going to be good. He is good. Yeah. <laughs> Third down and two. This is another big play here for Maryville. If they can stop them here, you know, uh, that kind of shows that defense another bend but don't break situation. Third and three, I think there's only one play, and it's number three. Javin Burke, I think, gets the, the handoff. He does. Yep. He takes a little stutter Scores. step, cuts, and scores for Bradley Central. Eight yards needed, eight yards gotten. Touchdown, Bradley Central. The Denzo scoreboard just changed. Yeah, just what a big play there for Bradley Central. Central. They needed all the momentum that they could get, and uh, and just what a great play. Burke was finally able to push it in there. Third down and two, Maryville thought they were never going to get the stop and just couldn't get it. Yeah, so the scoreboard now reads six to nothing with one minute, seven seconds to go here in the first quarter. The kick is up and away for the PAT, and it's good. The scoreboard reads the homestanding Bradley Bears, seven, the visiting Maryville Red Rebels, zero. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM and streaming at WGAPradio.com. In Blount County, we believe in faith, family, and football. That's what our neighbor Jerome Moon is fighting to protect in Nashville. A conservative who stands with our veterans, Jerome Moon cut taxes on groceries and created jobs for Blount County families. Jerome increased funding for public schools, is endorsed by the NRA, and will never defund our police. Veteran, businessman, leader. Jerome Moon. Paid for by Jerome Moon for State House, Steve West Treasurer. As a first happened here at Bradley Central, the Rebels trail. Bradley Central early here in the matchup. Minute seven to go. Bradley Central looks to kick it away to the Rebels for their their second opportunity here. A little coffin kick going to be fielded by Noah Vaughn at the 25. And he's going to try to make something of it. He's going to get wrestled down, nearly horse collar tackle. Uh, but he's going to—they're going to take over offensively at the 26-yard line. First and ten, Red Rebels. That's the Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down. Yeah, big play there for Maribel as uh, going to set up the big first down here. Let's see if Maribel can finally get this offense uh, rolling. As uh, we had a few good plays before uh, before the fumble last time. Uh, mainly off the running game of Parker McGill. Let's see if they can replicate that. Yeah, here. let's be honest. The success of Bradley Central has come off a couple of miscues by the Rebels. Yeah. Let's, get, let's get back to Maryland mm-hmm. football. Get this thing going. Carson Jones in the shotgun takes the snap, gives it to Parker McGill. He misses the first guy, misses the second, and legs keep churning as he gets up around the 30-yard line. Going to be a pickup of three on first down. Brings up second and seven. Yeah, that was a much bigger, uh, much bigger play there. And as uh, – 
as he as Chris points out, they've got Travis Reeder lining up in the slot since Hame is out. So uh, definitely a big a big out there for Maribel to not have. But I think that gives an opportunity for Travis Reeder uh, to make offensive yeah. plays. We know he can catch. He had two two interceptions in one football game. They're going to move Noah Vaughn across the way, and he is going to get the pitch plays, get upfield, get across the 35. Or no, he's going to be stopped short, be at the 34. It's going to be a pickup of four. It's going to bring up third and three. The infamous third and three, Jude. Yeah. What, what's in the bag of tricks here? What, what do you what do you go here? Uh, I think you can have a lot, but I think in short yardage, there's no one better than Parker. He's able just to chug his yards and get about three yards every play. I, I like that they're on this close hash to us. I think you've got the wide side of the field over there to try something. It looks like they are going to come to the end of the first quarter with the Bradley Bears leading seven to nothing as they they meet up and have a timeout here in between quarters. Let's regroup. Uh, come back for second quarter action and see if the Rebels can take advantage of a good starting field position here in the second quarter. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maribel be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel. And welcome back to second quarter action here from Bradley Central High School where the homestanding Bears lead your Red Rebels 7 to nothing as the, the offense trots back out there to go left to right here at Bear Stadium. Uh, the Rebels look to turn the page onto the second quarter and get things going. Jude Ellison, myself, Wayne Kaiser here on the call. And, uh, and Jude, I think you like to get rid of the first quarter. Again, that is in the past and just have some success here. Again, you're a big third and three upcoming. Yeah, this is a, just a giant play here for Maribel. Uh, if they can get out of here and finally get the ball starting moving, as McGill looks like he's going to pick up the first down. It's going to be short, though. It's going to be very short. Well, high snap. It kind of threw the timing off just a touch. Yeah, they're going to stop him at about the 37-yard line, about a yard short of the first down. It's going to be fourth and one. It looks like the Rebel offense is going to stay out there. On their side of the 50, this is a gutsy call, Jude. Yeah, I don't know why you wouldn't, though, here. It's a... Uh, it's a big momentum switch. You don't want to give the ball back to Burke. Well, you got to believe in yourself. And believing Parker McGill was a good decision. He gets across the 40-yard line. First down, Rebels. And that's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down. Yeah, and Parker we trust. I mean, just give the ball to him. He's, <laughs> he's able to get just so many yards on each play. And he's, uh, he's definitely edging his name for maybe player of the game here as he's had a great time. Well, and I'll tell you, early on, he's had 13 yards to, to, to his credit tonight. But they've, they've really snuffed it out a lot. But uh, that was a hard run right there, and he was not going to be denied. Uh, shotgun snap. Carson looks one way and calls his own number. He's going to back his way out to the 42-yard line. That's going to be a pickup of two. Bring up second and eight as we're under 11 here in the second quarter. Yeah, this is just another big play here for Maribel. And it's going to bring up second down and what, nine? Just the Bradley Central defense has been able to limit Maribel, not really oh, yeah. allow any big game. I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you this right here. Maryville has four plays or six plays for 18 yards in the first quarter. That tells you that they didn't see the field a whole lot. Mm -hmm. So 
Carson Jones takes the shotgun snap, fakes it to Parker McGill, delivers out in the flat to Noah Vaughn. And he is going to get across the 45-yard line. That is going to be about a pickup of four on the play. And that's going to bring up third and four upcoming. Yeah, just Bradley Central's done a great job putting them into situations where they can keep the Maribel at third down short and really put the pressure on them to pick up the third down. Last time it didn't happen, they had to go for four. So we'll see if they can uh, do it again here. Slow tempo just a little bit, but get back to the line now. Daigle close to us. D.J. Burks, Markel Fortenberry to the wide side. Carson Jones looks to change the play at the line of scrimmage. Looks like we've got Noah Vaughn in the slot and got Parker McGill to his left hip pocket. High snap, fake to Parker McGill, delivering the flat to Noah Vaughn. He's got a lot of room to run. Gets across the 50, across the 45, and, and honestly, one man to beat and could not get it done. But Noah Vaughn rips off enough for a first down. A Dwight Price of Realty Executives, first down. Yeah, just a great play by... Uh by uh, Noah Vaughn, and uh, Chris said he was going to be the player of the game. He's definitely making himself a good characteristic, and he just put a great spin move, great timing on that, and was able to pick up the big first down there for Maribel. And we're finally starting to see that Maribel starting to build a little bit of momentum as they've crossed the Bradley Central 50-yard line for the first time this whole game. 10-yard pickup there for Noah Vaughn, and that's a, that's a big first down. Need first downs here, Jude, to get the defense some rest. Mm-hmm. Again, fake. Carson Jones calls his own number. Across the 40, across the 35. He needs to keep those legs going. He does. He gets across the 30. Down to the 27-yard line. Huge pickup for the quarterback, Carson Jones. Yeah, Carson Jones just always, when he calls his own number, he's able to just move the ball so well and just pick up a lot of yardage there. And uh, we see it again. He's always he's always comes in clutch when it comes to uh, getting – Getting those big, crucial first downs. Absolutely. Ken Main gives us the stats. 17 big yards on the pickup for Carson Jones, and he's looking to, for more for the Red Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down, and they're nearing the common sense pest control red zone. Again, Rebels with some momentum here in the second quarter. Parker McGill to the left hip pocket of Jones, and again, they're going to move D.J. Burks right to left across the formation, give it to Parker. He stutter steps across the 25, down to the 22-yard line, pick up a five on first down. Mm-hmm. That gives a lot of options yeah. for, for the play caller. That would be Coach Derek Hunt mm-hmm. in the second and five upcoming. Ball on the 22-yard line, left to right, inside Bradley territory. Kind of like we were talking with Bradley Central. When you're able to pick up it, make it second down and five, uh, that really opens up the playbook, especially down here in the red zone. Bag of tricks gets a little larger indeed. But uh, Markel Fortenberry, D.J. Burks to the right side of the formation. Daigle down low. Noah Vaughn moving left to right. Like that play. Fake to Parker McGill, delivering the flat to D.J. Burks. He goes one cut and gets north and south. He goes inside the 10-yard line down to the six. And that'll be a first and goal, Red Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down inside the common sense pest control red zone. Yeah, just another great play there by D.J. Burks, and he uh, able to slip into the flat and uh, catch the ball and make it into a big now. First down and goal from the six here for Maribel. 16-yard pickup for Mr. Burks. One cut and got upfield. Love the way he ran that one. Mm-hmm. First and goal upcoming. Carson Jones gets the play from the sideline. He's going to check it at the line of scrimmage. Again, they've got Keyshawn in there, number 27. And they're going to run a bunch package. Looking to deliver in the flat. They get it to, to D.J. Burke. Spin move into the end zone. Touchdown, Rebels. What a great momentum shift here for Maryville. Able to just really drive the ball really well. 
and able to pick up the big first down as DJ Burks clawing and fighting to get into that and just barely made it in on the pylon. That's an everything orthodontics touchdown. 7-21 to go in the second quarter, and the Denzo scoreboard just changed. The homestanding Bears 7, the visiting Rebels of Maryville 6, and uh, and looks like Corbin Price looks to even the score. Travis Reeder to hold. The snap is down. The kick is up. And the kick is good. The scoreboard now reads the Bradley Bears 7, the Maryville Red Rebels 7. New ball game as we take a break. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be back. You don't want to miss it. Back to the old to-do list again. Let's see. Climb Mount Lacotte? Done. Snorkeling with the dolphins off the coast of Florida? Done. Barreling over Niagara Falls? <laughs> nah, too risky. How about rediscovering Cades Cove in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park? Hmm. Easily drive or hike to view the scenic mountain beauty and wildlife. I'm downloading the Cades Cove app at cadescoveapp.com today. And as DJ Burks says, spin cycle, you can't stop me. As it was an 11-play, 73-yard, 5-minute, 46-yard possession, Jude, that will pay off as that's a physical possession uh, that really showed uh, that there's still a lot of fight in this Rebel, Rebel offense. As they, they even the score, 7-7, seven to seven, new ball game. Yeah, just a totally different vibe, too, as the, the Bradley Central's fans are really starting to get into it, and that drive kind of deflated some of the air. As they kick it away to the Bradley Bears, it's going to go deep again, and they have no option to return as Javin Burke stands there and watch it go into the end zone. That will be first and 10 Bears as they'll start at their 25-yard line. Yeah, as uh, Bradley Central here, uh, this will be probably the longest field possession they've had to go this whole game, and uh, we'll see Burks can uh, can open it up and run this full uh, 75 yards here for them. Yeah, and I, I think you know you look at it if you're if you're if you're looking at this team, you say, hey, listen, we've had some miscues, but the defense has stood up, only allowed the yeah. one touchdown on a really short field, uh, just kind of grind this thing down and, and stop three. I mean, I think that's where the success has come for Bradley, Bradley Central, and uh, and he's had a lot of it, 73 yards on offense in, mm-hmm. in the first quarter. He's going to get it again here in the second quarter. Again, finds his spot and gets upfield, mm-hmm. and he's still running as he cuts through some Rebel defenders, gets across. The 27-yard line up to the 29. That's going to be a pickup of nine yards on first down. Second and one upcoming. Yeah, he was a fry daddy tackle away from the touchdown there. He he really broke away free, and, and Fry was able to grab at his shoestrings and bring him down. Uh, he's, just, he's elusive. He's, he's, he's slick. I, there's all kinds of words you can use, but he's just really a good downhill runner. McCleary's going to stand in the traditional shotgun. He's got Burke to his left hip pocket. Almost a negative play, but he kicks it out wide. It is a negative play as the Rebels drop him for a loss. One of the only ones this game, and Maribel has definitely been making the adjustments here, uh, using this time when the offense made that great drive to kind of shore it up and make sure that uh, Burke is not able to run to that left side like he has been able to virtually the whole game. The loss of one on the scoreboard is, as they're uh, he it wasn't for lack of trying. He cut three different times to try to get away from defenders, but a great host of, of, of Rebels uh, to meet him at the line of scrimmage. McCleary flips Burke to the right hip pocket. As he's going to have two receivers to the left, one to the right, and has that number 87, Shepard, uh, in there kind of stacked up at tight end. 
He gets a low snap, a little two-step drop, delivers in the flat, complete up to the 39-yard line, and that's where he's going to be dropped. It's going to be a big pickup, 11 yards there on third down to number two, Cannon Hall. He's a, he's a big target for this yeah. offense if they throw it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and again, successful there. So there's enough cushion for him to get it. Yeah, they've been able to uh, really throw in uh, and run the ball very successfully against this Maryland defense, and most teams uh, – have been unable to do both very well, but Bradley Central is definitely breaking the mold here against Merrill today. First and 10 for the Bears. Ball on the 39. 5.31 to go here in the second quarter. Again, deep is Mr. Burke behind McCleary, quarterback. A little different set, but they even it up. He's to the right side now. Trips left. He's going to get a low snap. Give it to Burke, and Burke is dropped in the backfield. Big flag coming. I'm afraid we might have got the face mask. I think it might have been face mask. Just the way he kind of uh, turned his body there was kind of odd. So Yeah, he ripped looks around like there pretty good. Be, looks like it's going to be face mask on uh, on Maribel. Let's see. It may be a hold on Bradley Central. Let's see. We'll see. Looks like they're about to signal. Yeah, it's going to be a face mask. Face mask mm. against the Rebels. That hurts us. Wishful thinking. Wishful thinking. But uh, it will move the ball. Right to left, and a first down will come for the Bradley Bears. They'll yeah, get into Maryville. Costly penalty. Yeah, they'll get into Maryville territory with that penalty. The ball will rest on the 46-yard line of Maryville. Yeah, Maryville defense is uh, making some mistakes here, and Bradley Central's capitalizing off of it. New back in for the Bradley Bears, Jackson Wilson, number 22. He, they're going to give it actually to number 35, and he's going to cut and rip. And get through the line of scrimmage. Get across the 40, cross the 35, down to the 33. And that's going to be Riley Harmon. Riley Harmon, inside linebacker, 5'9", 165. And he ran real hard right then. Yeah, and the Friday, he makes another great tackle in open space. I mean, he really should have been tackled about two times before that. Lou had him at the at the line of scrimmage, and someone else had him in the, in the secondary there, and he was able to just get to that second level, and then Friday was able to make a big tackle. Sometimes you got to clean it up, and Friday he's taking care of that tonight. McCleary up to the line of scrimmage, and then, then kind of looks to the sideline to change it up. He's going to have two receivers to the left, two to the right, a little stack, and he's going to have, looks like, 35. They're going to keep Harmon in the backfield. They're going to give it, again, off left side, and it's going to be met a little better that time as they get down to the 32. It's going to be a pickup of one uh, there on first down. Bring up second and nine. Things get a little bit more difficult there. Yeah. Uh, this is definitely a different look for Bradley Central. Normally looking at second down and five, second down and nine is definitely a lot different. And uh, I'd say Bradley Central, just looking at them, they've, they're probably the deepest team as far as on the running back side of the ball. They've got a lot of – they've got two really good running backs that kind of match up with our Parker McGill and, uh, yeah. and Noah Vaughn very well. Burke back into the football game for the Bears. He had a breather, but he is back. I would expect three to get the football. He's to the left side of McCleary, and he gets it quick. An arm tackle's not going to get him, yeah. and he spins his way out oh, of wow. the tackle and continues to cut. He's down to the 25-yard line. Big pickup there, seven-yard pickup on second down. As he re-enters the game, it makes a huge impact. It's going to bring up third and two. Yeah, Maryville just got to learn these arm tackles are not going to work against Burke. He's just able to spin and just just keep his feet moving and run right at him. I think he ran out about three or four arm tackles there. As my boy Robert Boone would say, ten fingers on the jersey, rip him down. 3.13 to go here in the second quarter. Big third down for the Bradley Bears and for the Rebel defense. McCleary trying to hard count, but he's going to step it back out, change the play. Looks to the running back, gives him the signal. 
He's going to look to flip it out in the flat. A lot of Rebels there, and they drop him for a loss. Right, Addy and Lou were on the tackle yeah. there. Great play by both of them just to keep it lost. And now it's fourth down and two. Time in no man's land. I think the offense is going to stay out there. A little slow developing play, absolutely. And uh, and I thought they just cut on the play really well. Lou and, and Fry Daddy mm-hmm. just uh, made it happen. Lost yep. the one on the play. Fourth and three upcoming. And I think you make a great point. No man's land. What do you yep. what do you gain from punting here? Probably going to go into the end zone. So Bradley's offense stays out there. And honestly, I think there's one play they're going to call. I think it's three all the way. Well, Bert. he's lining up on the outside. Maybe you can see a jet sweep, but that's kind of uncharacteristic of them to line him up in the in the wideup. They got no one in the backfield. Yeah, it's going to be McCleary in an empty backfield. Th- trips to the left, one to the right. As the play call expired, it looks like Bradley Central's going to have to take the timeout. Yeah, I think they're going to think about it a little bit. As they take a timeout, let's take one with him. El Himidor timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. AM. Jude Ellison alongside myself, Wayne Kaiser. Jude, who's uh we got some Rebel Radio listeners yeah. in, in, in different states. Yeah, we got Whirlpool out there in North Carolina there. Great uh, great to see the, the folks in North Kakalaki. And I think uh, I think my cousins are listening from North Myrtle Beach or Myrtle Beach. So uh, nice. great to see them out there. And I'm sure my mom's listening at home. So uh, Absolutely. I'll give them a shout out. Thanks to all mm-hmm. the listeners of Rebel yeah. Radio. But as McCleary's got a big fourth down upcoming, the wide receiver turned quarterback trying to lead their offense to a first down. And, and really inside the red zone. McCleary's going to take a little three-step drop, look to call his own number. No, he's going to throw it, Ooh. and it is going to slide in there and Burke to us. The Burke will make the connection. He slides under it, wanted to make the make sure he made the catch, and it's going to be a first down. There was a, there was a lot of holding on that offensive yeah. line. Uh, Rebels just don't stop in midair, but no call there, and it's going to be a first and ten. Bradley Bears, ball on the 13-yard line inside the red zone. Yeah, I mean, who else would you expect to make that catch like that? Just a fantastic athletic play by number three. And, of course, Maryville Faithful would have liked to call it, see the holding call, but a big first down here for Bradley Central. McClear gets a low snap, gets it to Burke. Burke goes left side, and he, he gets off one tackle, tries to, go, tries to go again, gets inside the 10, and they're going to give him the 10-yard line. That's going to be a pickup of three. That's a, that's a, he did a lot of work for three yards right there. Yeah, just uh, he probably ran about, about 15 yards or so, just uh, – D.J. Burks kind of knocked him off his ta- uh, track, and then uh, I believe it was Reader came up and made a play on him, and D.J. Burks came back on him. So just a great team tackling effort there by Merrill with the holding only three yards. Yeah, I don't know if he was dancing or trying to get upfield, but nonetheless, <laughs> three yards on the pickup. Second and seven for Bradley Central as they go right to left. as They uh, they have had some success here around the football against the Rebels. McCleary moves, new, moves Burke right to left. Oh. And number 35 gets the handoff, and he is met in the backfield Ooh. by a lot of Rebels. Yeah, Lou is the leader 
But there was a lot of Rebels. Let's try to get yeah. some names out there. It's Mike, Mathia, Brock Garner, Brock, and Zach Braden. Just a great play by all of them. Just read it so well and just able to go in there and break up that play. As we're under a minute here in the first half of play, Bradley's going to have to step it up if they want anything out of this one. Yeah. McCleary trying to get something going. McCleary, I thought he was going to take the snap, but he kind of waited it off. Only 25 seconds left here in the second well, that's quarter. They've got to hurry up, yeah. Yeah, I think they're, they're, they're looking to call a there. timeout. They're very confused right now for sure. As they take a timeout, let's take one with him. El Hemador timeout right here on Rebel Radio. 20 seconds to go in, in half. And uh, the Bradley Bears threatening uh, to put another one on the board. You're listening on WGAP 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. We all want our loved ones to be safe. Denso in Maryville is at the forefront of creating technology for safer vehicles while keeping their employees safe with social distancing, face coverings, thermal screenings, and more. Join the exciting automotive market with Denso in a fast, challenging, clean, and safe environment. Starting hourly pay is more than $14 with an increase to more than $15 after 90 days, plus 401k, paid holidays, and vacation. Start your future now. Visit DenzoCareers.com production to apply. Equal opportunity employer. We get back to Bear Stadium here on the campus of Bradley Central High School. Your Red Rebels have a third and ten upcoming. Uh, as they're on defense, Bradley Central going right to left. And, uh, yeah, I think I think Ken Main called the shot. They've got to throw this thing. With 20 seconds to go, they've got a shot to the end zone. Then they've got to try to bring a field goal unit out. But McCleary takes a low snap, two, three-step drop. He's going to try to shoot it, shoot the gap in the end zone. And Fry Daddy was on the, on the coverage, uncatchable, as, as a lot of Bradley Central, I think, wanted a flag. Yeah, but, but there's – Not there. Yeah, I don't care if you got Megatron out there, Juwan Jennings, they're not making that play. That was a uncatchable ball as Fry Daddy just stayed with him, but I think the, the ball was just a little bit too high. P-A-T – or not P-A-T, three-point attempt coming uh, for the Bradley Bears. Boy, they got 11 out there with us, but they look like they got about 15 the way they're lined up. I think they're coming for the block. 82, Grant Haney will tee it up for the three-point option. As it is teed up, kicked up, and yep. it is good straight away, uh, but through nonetheless. The new score on the Denzo scoreboard reads, the homestanding Bradley Bears 10, the visiting Maryville Red Rebels 7. 12 seconds to go in the half. Let's take a break. You're listening to Rebel Radio. We'll be right back. Let me start by saying thank you to the listeners of Blunt County's own Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser, host of WKBL's early morning show, The Grind, if you like real talk about real sports and you kind of like hearing it from a familiar voice, give us a try. Catch us live each and every weekday morning, 6 to 7 a.m. and each and every afternoon, 2 to 3 p.m. That's when it hits the radio dial. But if those times just don't work for you, check us out online thegrindonsports.com. Again, that's thegrindonsports.com. You can listen anytime on your time. Archive shows available 24-7, 365. Thanks again, and I hope you enjoy. But until then, take care, be safe, and yes, grind on. With 12 seconds to go till the half, the Rebels receive the kick. And and looks like Parker McGill's trying to make something of it. Gets up across the 30-yard line. And now he will have 5.2 kicks. 
to do something with it. Let's see. Uh, let's see what they do, Juju. You think this is just me and get to half? You get the ball in the second in to start the second half. Let's see what yeah. the Rebels do. I think honestly, just such a close game. You don't want to make any mistakes here. I think they're probably just going to need the ball here. But knowing this Maryville coaching staff, they probably got some trick plays up or trick plays up their sleeve just for this opportunity right here. And Bradley's playing that way on defenses. They've got the defense yeah. well back in coverage. They've got them on the opposite 40, and they're on the 32. Maryville is. It's like you've got Markell on the wide side. They're going to actually give it to Parker. We go give him straight ahead. He's going to get across the 40-yard line, continue to turn the legs, but only get up to the 43-yard line. That's going to be a pickup of 10. They're on first down, but the quarter comes to an end, and your halftime score reads the homestanding Bradley Central Bears 10, the visiting Maryville Red Rebels 7. We'll be back in just a minute to listen to the Whitlock & Company PC halftime show. You're listening to Rebel Radio, WGAP. 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blunt County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation, review, and assurance services. It's Whitlock & Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock & Company online at whitlockcpa.com. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. Loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows, and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, NMLS 1641325. 
El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, and I am running for re-election to represent District 20 in the Tennessee State Legislature. It has been an honor to represent the interests of Blount County and Nashville. The history and development of our community are at the forefront of the decision I am asked to make in the legislature. Throughout my years of service, your calls, emails, and letters have played a large part in the decisions I have made. With your dedicated civil engagement and insight, I have continued to introduce support and pass legislation you have asked for resulting in growth and progress. There is still much to be done, especially in these unprecedented times before us. Proven leadership and know-how is imperative as we address the difficult issues that lay ahead. When I say your choice for your voice, that means I will continue to fight for your choices. I have yet to waver in my commitment to speak for all of Blount County the best way I know how. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to move Blunt County forward. I'm Bob Ramsey and I approve this message. West Chevrolet, doing business in Blunt County for 88 years. West Chevrolet is located on the airport motor mile and has been a leader in our community serving the good people of Blunt County for four generations. Whether you're looking to buy new, pre-owned, or get service for your automobile, think West Chevrolet. West Chevrolet is happy to partner with all the local high schools and wishes everyone a happy and safe fall season for your sport. Whether you're a tornado, rebel, mountaineer, or governor, you can find the auto, help, or service you need at West Chevrolet. Reach us at 970-9378 or online at westchevrolet.com. You can also find us on Facebook. We're here to serve the good people of Blunt County. We do what we say at West Chevrolet. In Blunt County, we believe in faith, family, and football. That's what our neighbor Jerome Moon is fighting to protect in Nashville. A conservative who stands with our veterans, Jerome Moon cut taxes on groceries and created jobs for Blunt County families. Jerome increased funding for public schools, is endorsed by the NRA, and will never defund our police. Veteran, businessman, leader, Jerome Moon. Paid for by Jerome Moon for State House, Steve West Treasurer. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maribel be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel. 
And welcome in to the Whitlock and Company PC Halftime Show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hips. Jude is off politicking. He socialized them a little bit. As uh, the, the Rebel Faithful, the student section is down there in, in minimal numbers, but uh, but they are here nonetheless. Uh, so, yeah, he's, he's down there uh, spreading the Rebel radio love. But uh, Chris Hips, bring you back in. Uh, you saw some things in that first half uh, that, that you kind of jotted down. Uh, this is just uh, this is uncharted territory somewhat for the Red Rebels as they trail at half. Only one other time has that happened this season, a 9 to nothing deficit at home against Alcoa earlier in the season. We know how that one turned out, a 14-9 to victory uh, for the Red Rebels. So, again, halftime stats provided by Ken Main. Always want to appreciate what he does for Rebel Radio. The scoreboard reads 10-7, to Bradley. But a little bit of inside the numbers. Ten first down for the Bears, five for, for the Rebels. Ten rushes, 57 yards for, for the Maryville Rebels. 26 rushes, 113 yards for the Bradley Bears. 37 passing yards for both teams, kind of ironic. Uh, 16 plays, 94 yards total for the Rebels. 32 plays, 150 yards for the Bradley Central Bears. Uh, nearly double the plays. Uh, but just shy of 60 more yards. Um, the individual stats, Parker McGill leads the rushing category for the Rebels. Seven carries, 34 yards. Carson Jones, two for 19. And Noah Vaughn, one for four yards. Javin Burke is the leading rusher for, for, the, uh, for the Bradley Bears. 18 carries, 91 yards, and a touchdown. 73 of those came in the first quarter. So, again, a second quarter that was kind of limited for him. Riley Harmon second in rushing category, four for 20, and Aiden McCleary, the quarterback, wide receiver turn quarterback, one carry for two yards. Um, receiving, D.J. Burks, two catches, 22 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Noah Vaughn, two for 14, and Markel Fortenberry, one for one yard. Carter Howard is the leader for, for the Bradley Bears. They've only thrown it four times, uh, four, or they've thrown it six times. Four of six is the completion percentage. Uh, one for 14 yards for Carter Howard, Javin Burke one for 13, and Cannon Hall two for 10. So, uh, Chris, an even matchup. You know, you talked about it as soon as we went off the air. Limited possessions for the Rebels, and only to be down three points is still a, still a, a positive to take out of that first half, but a lot of work to be done there at the half. Yeah, I mean, Maribel only had the ball three possessions and two of them turned were or ended with turnovers so I mean that was quickly like one yeah. was one play so. so I mean that was tough but I mean like I said with only being down three points going to get the ball to start the second half I mean the offense went the last position they had it they were clicking on all cylinders I mean the screen passes are working we're making them run back and forth and they opened up big holes for Parker and Noah down the middle um, what was the biggest thing that surprised you about Bradley honestly it was just the fact that uh, something that Maryville's kind of hung their hat on is penetration and being able to get in the backfield. And this Bradley Central Bears team, uh, they've held the offensive line of scrimmage pretty well. And, and it doesn't hurt that Burke gets through there really yeah. fast. But uh, I think they've held their own offensively. And, uh, and really, clock management, uh, I mean, it's 7.55 and we're at halftime. I mean, luckily for us, getting to see the uh, – the locker room right to our left over there. You can see the coaches are a little fired up. Uh, you know, I heard the word lackluster tackling a while ago. I mean, you know, we said it is fall break. You know, maybe, you know, not as much focus has been put in this first half and a lot of arm tackles, a lot of missed tackles, which is very uncharacteristic of a 
Maribel defense. So I'm pretty sure them coaching staff is going to definitely work on that and harp on that, and especially getting in the backfield. I mean, we we got to quit jumping down the edge. Uh, we got to contain. We kind of can't allow that counter backwards. That's been the big bread and butter there for Javon on them runs. Uh, the two, the big ones, start the game, and also late in the game for the touchdown. So. Well, and here's the, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Halftime adjustments have been the, the calling card of this Maryville coaching staff, and we talk about it each and every week. What the Mar- How the Rebels will adjust is something to marvel at. So we, we, we look for that. We hope for that. And, again, uh, going to need that as the, the Bradley Bears lead 10-7 to on the Denzo scoreboard. But you're listening to the Whitlock and Company PC Halftime Show. And uh, we're going to take us a break, listen to these fine sponsors. When we come back, we'll get Jude Ellison back on the mic and talk a little bit about his take on the first two quarters of action here from Bradley Central High School. You're listening to Rebel Radio 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. We all come from any walks of life, but no matter where you come from, the Blunt Partnership's goal is to always ensure you and your business are our top priority. In Blunt County, you are family. In the foothills of the Smoky Mountains, there is no greater place to plan a business and raise a family. We'd love to pair up with you and plan for the days ahead. Here, you can have it all at BluntPartnership.com. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. We all want our loved ones to be safe. Denso and Maryville is at the forefront of creating technology for safer vehicles while keeping their employees safe with social distancing, face coverings, thermal screenings, and more. Join the exciting automotive market with Denso in a fast, challenging, clean, and safe environment. Starting hourly pay is more than $14 with an increase to more than $15 after 90 days, plus 401k, paid holidays, and vacation. Start your future now. Visit denzocareers.com production to apply. Equal opportunity employer. I tell you, Jude Ellison may can't be stopped now as he's trying to rally the troops from the visiting press box as he looks down there and, and raises hands, and they listen. They listen, Chris. But Jude, bring you back in uh, again. Are you done? Are you done? You good? <laughs> yeah, I'm good to go, man. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, talk about some scores of interest. Jude's a big baseball fan. I am. Like yeah. he, and he's he's a mobile ba- baseball fan because he's <laughs> he's kind of a Cardinals fan. I always sometimes. know when to jump shit, boys. Uh, he's got an, a Braves jersey now, and they're they're winning. So I mean, he's yeah. on point. They like, they know, I always know when to jump ship. But a game of interest tonight, guys. You know, we're here at Bradley Central High School, so this is the game of interest for us. But another one going on in East Tennessee that's a big matchup, Knox West and Powell. Knox West currently leads Powell High School 19-14. to A little under uh, seven minutes to go here in the second quarter. And uh, a, a Armani Hicks touchdown, PAT no good is the difference as uh, Knox West leads Powell 19-14. to Big matchup there. Yeah, great matchup there. And uh, 
It should be uh, should be a great time there down there. It should uh, end up being a close game. We've got a good game out here in front of us, folks. I think so. As Chris and I talked a little bit about the uh, uh, about what happened in the first half, not a lot of possessions for the Red Rebels, but they made the most of the one eleven plays. A, a big plus five minute drive that that really uh, I thought settled them in a little bit, uh, but only had three, and two of those ended in turnovers. So, so Jude, what do you think uh, coming out of the second half? What do you see? The Rebels get the football first. Uh, what do you hope to see from the Rebels? Yeah, I think you just got to limit the turnovers, and I think you just got to gotta get more focused. I think you got to cut out all those turnovers and and uh, and really get back into this game. I think you got to have more production from the passing game. They really light on the uh, on the running game, of course, had that mistake with the passing game. I think you got to be more two-dimensional and uh, really go hard here. I think downfield passing. I think they've had some success on the screens, uh, but I think you got to get that cutting that cutting play that gets across the middle, and then you've got to go back to the post. I think Markell's height advantage, it's not always going to be double covered. It's not always going to be there. You just make a read, and you get it to him. Yeah. So as the Rebels get back onto the field, they're, uh, they're going to go through some little warm-ups. They're going to get these guys uh, lackadaisical is a word I've heard, and uh, I think it's, uh, you know, it's one of those you, you're on fall break. Uh, you've been practicing in the morning, a little bit of routine break. You know, Coach Hunt and I talked about this in the show. And uh, you just got to snap out yeah. of it. I think the Rebels do a great job of snapping things at halftime, and hopefully the intensity will snap up uh, in the second half. But as there's four and a half minutes uh, to go here in the, the Whitlock & Company PC halftime show, a journey playing in the background, and we won't stop believing here on Rebel Radio, but we're going to take our last break of the Whitlock & Company PC halftime show. You're listening on 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. Let me start by saying thank you to the listeners of Blunt County's own Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser, host of WKVL's early morning show, The Grind, if you like real talk about real sports, and you kind of like hearing it from a familiar voice. Give us a try. Catch us live each and every weekday morning, 6 to 7 a.m. and each and every afternoon, 2 to 3 p.m. That's when it hits the radio dial. But if those times just don't work for you, check us out online, thegrindonsports.com. Again, that's thegrindonsports.com. You can listen anytime on your time. Archive shows available 24-7, 365. Thanks again, and I hope you enjoy But until then, take care, be safe, and yes, grind on. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation, review, and assurance services. It's Whitlock & Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock & Company online at whitlockcpa.com. We hope so. We hope the gloves come off offensively 
For the Rebels, you're listening to Rebel Radio 105.9 FM, 1400 AM and streaming at WGAPradio.com. Judelson and Wayne Kaiser on the call here as you're listening on a Thursday night, a fall break weekend uh, upcoming and uh, excited uh, for what's going to be a big-time second half for the Red Rebels. want to thank the sponsors of Rebel Radio, Twin City Certified in Maryville. They are your Game of the Week sponsor here on Rebel Radio, Stevenson Tire. West Chevrolet, the right spot in Alcoa, Volunteer Home Mortgage, and Lee Franks, all game day sponsors. The right spot in Alcoa, Jude, uh, we talk about their food each and every week on the home games. Uh, I, I'll be honest, I'm kind of missing a little right spot. We had a, a local commercial joint, and uh, I was missing some Rebel Burger. I was missing some uh, some yeah. Philly cheesesteak wrap, even yeah. a fish sandwich. Mm. I'm all about it, and, and now I'm going to have to go tomorrow. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, Whitlock and Company PC was our halftime sponsor. Again, always thank them. They are a great Rebel Radio basketball sponsor, and now a Whitlock and Company halftime show has been on the docket. But Bob Ramsey, State Representative, District 20, paid for by the committee to reelect Bob Ramsey. Bob Ramsey Treasurer is a pre- and post-game sponsor. Dwight Price of Realty Executives is your first down sponsor. Denso gives you scoreboard updates. El Himidor gives you the timeouts. Common Sense Pest Control is the Red Zone sponsor. Everything Orthodontics is the touchdown sponsor. And the grind, WKVL's morning show, turned afternoon here October 19th, is the player of the game sponsor. But as the Rebels have uh, finished up their halftime warm-ups, uh, they get in a group there about the 15-yard line as they, they have no, no limit to sound effects here at Bradley Central. But they stand on the 15-yard line, Jude. And what, what do you think the coaches are saying to them? I think Bradley Central, it looks like just a bunch of players over there just trying to hype each other up. And uh, I think they're saying here for Maribel, I think they're saying we got to stop making mistakes. I think for Bradley Central, we got to say we can't let off. we got to get the ball to number three and get out of the way and just let him run. I, I, think, I think Coach is saying, listen, that's 24 minutes behind us. we got 24 minutes ahead of us. Let's get after it and do, do what Rebels do. And they win football games. they got 24 minutes, and they get the ball first with three under three minutes to go here in the half. Let's take our last break, but when we come back, Rebel football second-half action here from Bear Stadium on the campus of Bradley Central High School. You're listening 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, Call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows, and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, NMLS 164-1325. As Seven Nations Army brings us to the second half, Jude Ellison alongside Wayne Kaiser on the call here as Maribel gets the football here in the second half. Number 82 for Bradley Central, Grant Haney will kick it away. He will 
tee the ball up on his own 40-yard line and deep for the Red Rebels. D.J. Burks, Parker McGill, and I'm trying to get that number far side. Yeah, Markell, Markell. Yeah. Looks like maybe – And he's waving see, at me. You can maybe see Bradley Central uh, call maybe something funny here as they're kind of running over to the sideline and getting something. You can maybe see a fake – a fake kick here, really pull a Saints Super Bowl action, get a little onside kick there. Well, they got 40 seconds to kind of talk it over, but, you know, it's one of those deals. That has to be a perfectly timed thing, and you don't really talk about it right here. So mm-hmm. I think I think this is just a don't kick it to – Don't give it to McGill or those guys. <laughs> well, I think, I think any of those guys. I think it's just kick it as hard as you can. And mm-hmm. this kid's got a leg, kicked it straight ahead forward uh, for the three-point conversion there. But um, looks like the Maryville faithful looking to cheer him on. And they're waving them up, too. They're looking for maybe a, a short kick here, Maryville is, as they're moving up their, uh, that second line of defense. They're moving them up to about the 35. I, I love I love over there Noah Vaughn, kind of the coffin kick kid. And we'll see and if, if it goes to well. him. Yeah, I like it. There's pretty much, unless you're just going to actually onside kick it, uh, there's there's options that can give Rebels a lot of, lot of problems. Like Jackson Phillips will be center field. As Haney looks to tee it away. And he is going yeah. to try the onside kick. And who is there Keyshawn. to get it? Keyshawn. Keyshawn. Great play by Maribel. Keyshawn Harper said no flash. Just get on the football. And it take, they take over at great field great position. Field position. Midfield. Midfield to start the second half. That may be proven uh, to be a backbreaker. Yeah, that's one that's got to be a little bit more organic than that. If I'm, if me and amateurs able to pick that one out, I think hey. you got to be a little bit stronger to get it by a big, uh, big Keyshawn. Hey, this is Jude's world. We just live in it. But Jude did call it wide open, and uh, and again, great job by the Rebels. First and ten upcoming. They're going to go real fast, and they're going to get it to Mr. Noah Vaughn. He goes behind his blocker and gets it open, and he gets across the 35-yard line down to the 30, and that's a great. Sweep and play by the Rebel offense. First and ten Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down. Maryville's really flipping the script here after getting that onside kick. They're doing exactly what Bradley Central uh, did to us in the beginning of that first quarter, starting out with a giant run. 21-yard pickup by Noah Vaughn. Way to go behind his blocker and way to rip out when he got clear. Trips left. They're going to pitch to Mr. McGill. He's got to cut up and get something, and he gets inside the 32, down to the 31. And that's going to be a – or down to the 26. Man, that's my first one. Ken's going to let me know about it. Down to the 26. That's going to be a pickup uh, of about four yards on the play. Yeah, gain of four. Just uh, another just routine little pitch play to McGill, and he was able to just cut it up and get four yards there. And definitely Maribel's got the momentum, and the wind is on their sails. They flip trips again. They get it to the right side of the formation. Carson Jones back in traditional shotgun. Parker McGill to his right hip pocket. He's going to take the snap, give it to McGill. No, he's going to call his own number. Rips through an arm tackle and gets across the 20-yard line inside the common sense pest control red zone. And that's a Dwight Price, the Realty Executive's first down. You talk about momentum. You talk about intensity. The Rebels have come with the heat here in the second half. Yeah, Maribel just really came out of the gates fiery. And this is actually what we saw against uh, Alcoa. Not able, to, not able to score. A little bit down going into half, coming out of half playing like your life depends on just some great play calls here for Maryville to pick up the big first down on short field and able to put this ball into the red zone. A lot of times you talk, you talk about how uh, you throw caution to the wind. That's not what the Rebels are doing. They're calculated in their approach here in the second half. 
They're going to kick Parker out to the swing. Takes the snap. Carson Jones says, me again. And he's going to jump across the 20 and get back to the line of scrimmage. Uh, Bradley had a little bit of bean on that one. Yeah, and they tried to pull Keyshawn over as a lead blocker, and he just uh, was unable to really uh, get out in front of there and provide the good blocking. They bring Keyshawn out, get Noah Vaughn back in. I like it. Thunder and lightning in the backfield at the same time. They're going to run Noah out to the flat. Him and Daigle out to the left side of the formation. D.J. Birch, Markel Fortenberry to the right. And Parker McGill to the right hip pocket of Carson Jones. He calls for the snap and takes it. Wants the pitch to McGill, then keeps it himself. Gets across the 15, cross the 10. That's enough for Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down, and it'll be first and goal. Rebels. Never bringing the tempo as they're hurrying up. They're about to snap this ball. They just got all the momentum on their side. Cleveland looks, or excuse me, Riley Central looks gassed. Fortenberry gets set. Carson Jones takes the snap. Looks to pitch again. Keeps it himself. Gets across the line of scrimmage and down to the five. Small pickup. But again, Carson Jones is saying, listen, you got to account for me too. Yeah, Carson Jones has shown what a powerful runner he is here in this game, and he's able to just... Uh, just cut his way through this Bradley Central. And looks like they're bringing in the uh, the hippo package or rhino package, whatever you want to call it. It's Carson Joe's coming to the side. Either way, it's a very big animal, Jude. Either way. Either way, yeah. Whatever you want to call it. But call it the blue whale package. The maybe. blue whale. I like it. Or could it be the red rhino? The Either red way, rhino. we'll figure that out. Parker McGill in the rhino package. Going to take the snap and run straight oh. ahead. Inside the 5-4-3. 2-1. Touchdown, Rebels. The gates just swung open on that. Trevor Abdell and the boys in the line just completely opened that up, and I think I could have walked through that. Just great, well, was great fun. blocking job. It was funny. I think Parker thought he had to go over the top there at the end, and he really yeah. jumped through air. There yeah. was that, it was so wide open. He was great getting hit, and just the gates parted on that one, and that Parker just waltzed in there. Great play. The Denzel scoreboard just changed. The Rebels now lead 13-10. to 10. Corbin Price looking to extend. Travis Reeder with the hold. The kick is up, and the kick is good. Your new score, 14 for the Rebels and 10 for the homestanding Bradley Bears. The gauge is switched. Now the Rebels on top. Let's take a break. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee, for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040, and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. And welcome back to Rebel Radio as your Rebels went seven plays, 51 yards, 3.08, time of possession. And they just kicked it away to Bradley Central with all the momentum. And it goes out of the back of the end zone. Will be a touchback. They will start from their 20-yard line first and 10. But uh, we talk about what happened to open that hole. Uh, Abdella, man, what, what a play. He pancaked two cats and put them down. And, and here goes Parker just like, well, I guess here's where I'm going to go, walk right yeah. through here. So it's, uh, it's all the momentum swung to the Rebels right there. Here's an offense that went to half with the lead and come back the first offensive series with 
trailing mm-hmm. the defending 6A state champs. So McCleary takes the, takes the snap, gets the handoff to Burke, and Burke mm. is slippery to say the least. He gets through two arm tackles and wow. gets across the line of scrimmage and a huge pickup for Burke, back-breaking that you couldn't get him down in the backfield. Yeah, just a great play by Burke to just be so elusive and break about four or five hand tackles. He got away from uh, 55 there for Maribel. That's uh, Bethea. Right? That's He's a hard person to get around. Yeah. I mean, he's just a great player. Well, I tell you, he's, just, he's so light on his feet, he just can kind of bounce around and stay loose. But he, he made he made a two-yard loss into a nine-yard gain. Second and one upcoming for Bradley Central. Eight minutes, 13 seconds to go here in the third quarter. 35 in at the running back position. Burks is going to flank, and it's going to be a false start. Probably the first negative, really, uh, self-inflicted negative of the, the night for the Bradley Central Bears. Got a new nickname, maybe the A-Hop. Abella's House of Pancakes as he delivered two on that big play for McGill. I like it. A-Hop was, in, was open for business there mm-hmm. on the goal line. As they back the Bradley Bears up, that is uh, that is first penalty for Bradley Central, only one for the Red Rebels, so a pretty clean night to say the least. Yeah, just Maribel's played a good. I mean, it was just that one face call, uh, face mask call from Maribel that uh, that put him in the end, and if you wanted to well, beat Maribel, you can't be making mistakes like that, especially to negate a big run by your number yeah. three. Second and six upcoming. So, again, uh, maybe with one of their longer second and second down options of the night. McCleary in there at shotgun. He's got trips right, one to the left. He's going to actually roll this thing and look to throw, delivering the flat, and he has a, he has a long way to go and not a lot of place to get there. Uh, he's going to get what he can get, and it's going to be, I think, a one-yard loss, maybe mm-hmm. a no gain. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be a no gain there as uh, – as D.J. Burks was able to come out of the safety position and make the play on that little screen pass. As, as Chris pointed out earlier, the quarterback for them just doesn't really have the ability to throw the ball too deep, and they're going to really rely on those on those, uh, on those those little screen routes and just handing the ball off. I tell you right here, you know, like I said, they went in with the lead, but the Rebel faithful says we're going to put some pressure on you. Third and six upcoming, and this is huge for Bradley Central. They got two receivers left, two right, a little three-step drop, and here come the Rebels to get him. And he's going to roll this thing right and try to get it himself and just run out of harm's way as he had Lou, uh, looked like Hagen Webb, uh, and a host of Rebels all over him. Yeah, just a great play by Lou and them to get Bradley Central off the field and all the momentum's on Maribel's side. This, this crowd is really getting into it. Yeah, fourth and six upcoming. They're going to have to get in pump formation as they're deep in their own territory. Rebels come out, shut down, and now they're about to get the football back. Six deep for the Rebels. Yeah. Stands at the Bradley Central 49-yard line is Nick Daigle. Mm-hmm. And Daigle's got a lot of speed. We saw him almost take one back except for a penalty that cost him. I think this is – is this the first time we're going to see him punt? No, they punted earlier. One other time. The second time. He gets it away. A low wobbler, and Daigle's going to take Ooh. it and get stuck at about the 46-yard line of Maribel. Had to backtrack a little bit. I think he thought he was going to have a little more room to move, and Bradley covered well. But uh, – Good job holding on to the football, and here come that Rebel offense, hot out of the gate. Can they add momentum? Yeah, Daigle was probably surprised by how uh, how fast and low that ball got to him, and it was just really a uh, kind of got on him quick. Look at this, Reeder and Fortenberry already set up out wide. Package. And Daigle as well on that same side. That's a really dangerous package. It looks like they're going to leave the left empty and have, like you said, Daigle, Reeder, and Fortenberry to the right side. It's like Parker McGill to the right side of Carson Jones, he takes the snap, fakes to McGill, delivers mm. the flat to Daigle. He gets away from his wow. shoestring tackle for a second, and then he is caught and dropped 
after a pickup of maybe a yard. Great play by that Bradley Central defender. I believe that's number eight. That's going to be uh, I think it was five. Market score. Oh, number one. Excuse me. Gage Anderson. Yeah, they're going to credit what a play. It. I mean, he was able was to a lot of them. grab that shoe and not let go. <laughs> right. Yeah, kind of got the shoe. Couldn't get him himself, but waited on the Calvary. But Carson Jones changes the play at the line of scrimmage. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Parker in the backfield. Carson takes a high snap, looks to the right side, gets it to Daigle. He clears the first guy and gets across the first down marker. Pick up of 10 on the play when you needed nine. That's going to be a first down Rebel. That's the white price of Realty Executives. First down. Yeah, just what a great play there by Daigle to pick up uh, pick up the extra yards. I mean, it looked like he was going to only get about four or five on the play. He able to make a little move, get away from the defender, and able to turn it upfield, and that's what Daigle's really good at. Little update, score of interest, Knox West 25, Powell 14. That's a halftime score. Carson Jones in the shotgun again, testing it out at the line. Trips to the left, Parker McGill to his left, hip pocket. They're going to give it to Parker McGill. He gets to the line of scrimmage and probably falls backwards for about a, I'm going to say a two-yard loss on the play. <laughs> Chris, Chris says Daigle's looking for that, uh, that Rebel Radio player of the game goodie bag. Yeah, just a really, uh, really uh, interesting play there for Maryville. Unable to get the positive yards, kind of uncharacteristic, as even Keyshawn Harper couldn't wheel him to the first down. He's a big kid, and he's a great competitor. 2-7 does a lot of work mm-hmm. for the Rebels. D.J. Burks checks out of the football game, but Carson Jones, Parker McGill, and then they've got four receivers to the left side, a little 2-2 stack uh, in there. The thing going to the right side, I can say, but Parker gets it. He gets ahead forward, gets across the 40-yard line, inside the 40, down to the 36, and it will be a pickup of seven there on second down. That makes it third and five, Jude. That's third and manageable, mm-hmm. yeah. and a lot of play options there. A great job by uh, by Parker to kind of make it from where you're looking at maybe a third down and uh, 12 to maybe third down and five here as what happened as he would look to be stopping back for a little bit, but they'll just turn on the Jets and get quickly get to that third down and five. So third and five from the 36. Is this two downs here, Jude? I think so. I think so. Absolutely. They're going to keep that same package in there, and Carson's going to – I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't throw out of it here, Jude. They're going to move Jackson Phillips left to right across the formation. They're going to – no, Carson's going to call his own mm. number, get across the line of scrimmage. I'm be short. down about two yards short of the first down, and it's going to bring up fourth – Maybe one and a half. And Actually, the uh, the Maribel faithful is not really liking that call, as uh, but I thought he ended up being a little bit short. And uh, what other package to come in there than Hippo? Yeah, fourth and one. The, the mangy Hippo. Well, listen, you want to call it that? How about that? Rhino package in. It's a stack set. And Parker McGill to take the snap. He stands at the 43. He runs straight ahead forward, jumps Ooh, the pile. Well, he is going to. I think the second effort got him. If they give him the ones at the 30, ones at about the 31, which spot he gets is what's going to be a bad spot, I think. Yeah, I think that's a tough spot. But I think it's it's probably near enough for a first. No, I think that was a that was not a very kind spot, especially when you look at the uh, second effort that they got. Yeah, they're going to bring in the chains. I have to measure this thing. I'm not. A, I don't really agree with that spot there. I mean, I'm from a long way away, and I, I would have to agree. It's going to be close. They're saying 
if he needed the 31 to get it, that's a first down. But yeah. the problem is that it's not it's not matching up it's with the scoreboard. Close. I don't think that with the spot that they have, it's going to get it. But I think definitely they blew the whistle a little bit premature as they got that kind of second push in there. Ken says give him the first down. And oh, Ken is right. First down, Rebels. That's at the white price of Realty Executives. First down. That's uh. Yeah, the second effort, you're exactly right. Parker getting over the top and really stretching that thing out there. Uh, honestly, it was spotted far or back farther than where he got, but uh, what he got, got the first down. New life for the Rebels, and they're still on the march. Yeah, look out here. It's like Noah Vaughn in the backfield with Carson Jones. And, and DJ got, and Markell lined up on that right side. We've got a little stack left, stack right. And they're going to give it to Noah. No, it's going to be faked, and it's going to be out in the flat today. Dago's got, got, got some green. He's going to get across the 25-yard line down to the 21. And that's going to be near another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Scoring to the spot. Mm -hmm. It's going to be very close for sure. It's just right up. Very close to being on the 20, and it looks like they are going to. Uh, it's on the spot. <laughs> it's on the cusp of, a, of another first down. It'll either be second and about a handprint, or it's going to be first and ten Red Rebels. But uh, right on the cusp of the the common sense pest control red zone. <laughs> and I tell you, they they played some really good music yeah. here at Bradley Central. They've been on point. Play. The DJs have been on point. The band's been playing some Fly to the Southland Marching Band songs. And Chris has been repeating a lot of the songs. That's really fun to listen to. Yeah, Chris was spitting some bars. <laughs> Spitting some bars. You heard it here first, people. But, uh, but guys, I, I think this is a first down. Let's see. Yep. And it is. Two yeah. for two. And this I think Maryville's going to want to run up here and, and play fast as Bradley Central looks pretty defeated. They're kind of just uh, lollygagging around. They've got some big oh, offensive yeah. linemen, and they seem to be a little bit winded. Yeah, yeah. Hands on the hips is what Chris says, and that is, that's the truth here from Bradley Central High School. I think the score here, even though it's still in reach, I think it's a defeating point that literally – uh, nine minutes into the second half, and you've, you've really flipped the script on, on the Bradley Bears. But uh, going to keep the two receivers to the right, one to the left. 3.08 to go here in the third quarter. Carson Jones in shotgun formation. He takes a high snap, looks to the right, delivers to D.J. Burks. One got a beat. He gets him, gets inside the 20, inside the 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Rebels! What a Man, play, he man. got there fast. He burned those DBs and just... Made one cut and was able just to cut through there and uh, kind of tiptoed the sideline and was able to get that big first down play from Maryland. Yeah, yeah. DJ Burks. I'm glad this is natural grass because he would have torched the turf. Yeah. He was on the move, man. He, he got there quick. And, and the Denzo scoreboard, guys, just changed. Your Rebels now lead 20-10, to 10, and Corbin Price looks to add to it. Travis Reeder with the hold. The kick is up, mm -hmm. and the kick is true. Your new score is the Denzo scoreboard reads. Your Red Rebels, 21. The, the homestanding Bradley Bears, 10. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. 
And welcome back. DJ Burke says you can't stop me as he rips through the, the fair defense and rips to a touchdown. Uh, gets in an Everting Orthodontics touchdown as uh, they didn't stay in the common sense pest control red zone long, Jude. Uh, they got into the end zone. Yeah, just uh, great play call and great play sequence. Two and three deep for wow. the Bradley Bears, and they've yet to touch one. Great kick. I want to tell you, number 94, Charles Trenum. Call him the leg, man. Yeah. He's, uh, he's putting it through the end zone and not, not allowing special teams to be an option uh, for the Bradley Bears. Yeah, just a great play to, to kick it down to you. And you don't want to give number three, Bradley Central, uh, Burke, any chance to touch the ball because he can flame you. Well, that's what you're going to know. That last drive, eight plays, 53 yards, three minutes, 53 seconds, time of possession. Again, thanks to Ken Main for up-to-date stats each and every week here at Rebel Radio. 2.55 to go in the third quarter, Jude. And uh, what a difference about nine minutes make. Uh, 21 to 10 as a flip script scoreboard. Burks with the handoff on first down, and he is going to get across the 20-yard line and up to about the 24. Four yards on first down, and, and I dare say that's uh, one of his shorter gains of the night. Yeah, that's definitely uh, – Maribel's made the adjustments, made the necessary adjustments to kind of – uh, bottle him up after he's really uh, burned us in that first quarter. Well, I think it's one of those deals. You sell out to stop him and make him beat you another way. Yeah. Uh, trips to the left, one to the right. And then they're going to keep Burke in the backfield there with McCleary. The wide receiver turned quarterback has uh, managed this football game pretty well. So he's going to get a very low snap, get it to Burke very quickly. Mm. Caught in the backfield, but Burke spins out of it. He's going to get ahead forward, continue to run, and get up to about the 33. Slippery. I can't explain him any differently. Yeah. This kid is slippery, slick, elusive, whatever you want to call it. This cat is, he's special. Yeah, he's just a great player. And uh, <laughs> I don't think that's illegal, though. <laughs> he's, uh, he's slick. Chris says maybe check him for the Vaseline, but uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if. Uh, I think he's just able to move the ball so well. What I like is we, try, we tried to go low on him right there, and he just high-stepped out of the tackle. He's out here in the flat. And he's got an offer from Appy State, so, I mean, that shows you how, how quick he is. Yeah, he's going to be a player at, at wherever he goes. But, again, uh, again, the little stack set, two to the left, two to the right. And Burke is out here to the right. A little low snap, the ball nearly on the ground, and McCleary's got to kind of clean it up himself. He just runs right hard and tries to get out of bounds. Ooh. Lou Birchfield <laughs> runs him out of bounds, escorts him out of bounds, if yeah, you will. Yeah, here, follow me to the out of bounds here. Maybe getting ready for the uh, – yeah, right, for the prom, showing them the way. Yeah, 2.06 to go here in the in the third quarter as we're at Bear Stadium here, the campus of Bradley Central High School. Again, I want to thank the administration for putting us up. Visitor press box over here, really nice view of the field. Yeah. And, uh, and, and really nice. I, I like it. Bradley Central again on offense, going right to left here at Bear Stadium. And uh, McCleary, the wide receiver, is, is in at quarterback. He's going to take a three-step drop, look to throw it. Wide open is number two, Cannon Hall. And he's another guy just in and out of the hands of Rebel defenders. And after a lot of movement, uh, he is going to get a big gain and get yeah. into Rebel territory, down at the Rebel 48-yard line. That's going to be 17, 19 yards yeah. on the pickup. And Frankie Diaz was able to make the play on that ball. And uh, he's, uh, he's normally an offensive lineman, so he came all the way across and just loved the hustle by a big guy like that. I think cushion was what was the issue. We were trying to get upfield on Burke yeah. and allowed some cushion for, for number two. Uh, that's Cannon Hall. As they're going to go back to the bread and butter, Mr. Burke. 
And Burke gets the football and quickly gets across the 45-yard line down to the 44. And that's going to be a pickup of four uh, on first down. It'll bring up second and six for the Bradley offense. And the Rebels, uh, again, looking to shift one more one more time. Yeah, just some Rebels really a uh, pin but don't break sequence here. And uh, it seems like once Bradley Central uh, in the second half has crossed the midfield line, Marable's defense has really tightened up and made sure they can't get hardly any of these big plays that they've been having. Moving the big tight end across the formation. They're going to get it to Burke again. He's going to cut straight ahead forward, a little give and go, and he is going to rumble down inside the 30-yard line all the way down to the 28. That's going to be a, uh, a big pickup. That's going to be a pickup of 16. They're on second down, and it's going to be a first and 10 Bradley. They yeah. have made adjustments. They have. I mean, they're just going back and forth with this uh, with Marable here, and they're just really being able to, uh, to do really well right now. Yeah, Bradley's actually rushed for 155 yards. That is uh, just frankly unheard of uh, for this defense. Yeah, he's gotten a lot of offers. I'm just going through his Twitter right now. Austin P. Happy State. A lot of schools have been offering this kid, and rightfully so. He's really good. Oh, yeah. He, he needs some more. Chat at UTC, yeah. Maybe he can play for the orange and white. Right. As Burks steps it out and tries to get what he can get, and, it, and it's always positive, he gets down to the 26-yard the line. That's going to be a pickup of two on first down, as this may, that may have been the last play of the third quarter. Looks like Bradley's going to let it be. They're going to walk to the sideline, let this one come to an end as it ticks down 8-7-6. Let's go ahead and get us an El Himidor timeout and get ready for the fourth quarter. As four fingers stand in the air, the Rebels get ready for the fourth quarter. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be back. You don't want to miss this. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation, review, and assurance services. It's Whitlock & Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle, in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638. Or visit Whitlock & Company online at whitlockcpa.com. And welcome back to the fourth quarter here from Bradley Central High School Bears Stadium where your Red Rebels lead the homestanding Bradley Bears 21-10. to But Bradley Central on offense and looking to drive as they're nearing the red zone. They sit on the 26-yard line going in. And uh, we've talked at the break. Javin, Javin, Javon, Burke is a special player. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's just a really good player. And we were... Look, and he got offers from, like, Tennessee State, Western Carolina, just a lot of really uh, good programs there, and he'll definitely do well at the second level with the speed that he has. And here's a different look with no one in the backfield for them. Yeah, we're going to see this is a big package. They've got three receivers to the left, two to the right. Low snap, maybe throw the timing off. They're going to get it to Cannon Hall. Lou. He spin moves, but Lou Birchfield says not so fast, my friend. And he has stopped 
for a little bit of a loss there on second yeah, half. I think it's going to bring up – I think they're going to call mm -hmm. it no gain. No, they're going to go negative one. Wow. Yeah, great play by Lou Birdfield. Just kind of read that. As you said, I think the timing got a little bit messed up. It's kind of like a swing screen almost. Uh, I don't even know if that's the thing, if I just made it up or not. But it is now. It's a great, great stop by Lou as they're going to run in uh, Frankie Diaz here. Maribel is for the substitution on uh, Zach Braden. Yeah, and I, I tell you, they're just trying to find some matchups that work for them. I think Lou Birchfield has been the constant in there, but a lot of moving pieces for this Rebel defense. Trying to see what they're going to do. McCleary he still keeps trips to the left, one receiver to the right. And I think Bradley says there's uh this is not going to work well. Well, I think the play clock was about to expire. They just wanted to save that. If that, that would have been a very costly five yards there on third down and long. We're going to take we're going to we're not going to take a timeout with them. We're going to stay right here. Uh, but but Jude, third and nine upcoming. Where they sit, I think this is two down territory. Is it is it already one of those situations to where uh, you've got a score here? Yeah, I think that uh, Bradley Central. I think they can kind of have a have a backdoor score here and really make this thing a one-possession game here. Uh, and I think you really are looking for the score if you're Bradley Central. Even a field goal here still makes it a, uh, an eight-point game where you could uh, potentially go for two. So I think it's definitely going to be a, uh, a, a must-score situation. There's definitely no question four down territory. Oh, yeah. I, I think uh, the panic button is, is – the finger's on the panic button mm -hmm. here if you're Bradley Central. Because the way Maryland's playing, they could score. If they score here, again, yeah. it, it goes to three possessions. Yeah, and it's over. So the, the Bradley Bears get back out there. The Rebels still huddled up talking. Uh, I think it's, uh, it's, it's one of those they understand that this is two-down territory. So I think they're looking to get some penetration right here because uh, they're going to try to get it to three. There's not been an offensive series they don't. Yeah, I, I could see them giving the ball number three, their playmaker, and trying to make it hit the fourth down and short here. Yeah, I think you overload the middle of the line. The centers had to get that thing quick to the quarterback and put it on the ground a lot tonight. Looks like they're bringing the heat. No token pressure. They drop back. Got to deliver over in the flat. Burt gets it, and he hmm. stumbles on the turf monster. Turf monster. And His first appearance all night. Down to the 12-yard line. That's going to be a pickup of 15 on, on that third down, and that's enough for a first down. Bradley Bears. Yeah, just a great, great play there by Bradley Central. Just put the ball in your playmaker's hands and let them do the rest. And uh, just uh, they, they've always found him in the – kind of in that little seam there for Maribel, and they just found a crease in the defense and able to just get it to him every single time. Well, and they, they don't throw downfield very much, so again, you, you've kind of given up that pressure to try to get upfield on the on the running backs and on the quarterbacks, so uh, it's going to be there, so it's just an adjustment to make. Burke's going to be in the backfield with McCreary, shotgun normal, it's on the ground again, oh. and the ball's on the ground, did the Rebels have it? I think they got it! We needed that one right there. That was a big play. Let's get the let's get the signal. Get the official signal. Right. Oh wow! And they leave it with Bradley Central. I think number two might have gotten to the bottom of that pile, but I, the way Maryville was looking, it looked like they had it. But uh, from, from our angle, we had it, and then when the pile come up, they had it. So interesting. How did that happen? Who knows? But looks like a few of the offensive players for Bradley Central thought thought that we had it also. Yeah. Burks. They were halfway off the field. Yeah, Burks comes back out there. He's like, checking in. McCreary in the shotgun, standing at his own 20, or at the Rebel 35, gets it to Burke quickly. He gets across the 20, down to the 16-yard line. It's going to be three yards on the pickup. Yeah, that was Frankie Diaz, 95 there on the tackle. He's had a fantastic night for being a sophomore. 
Yeah, big night for, for the sophomore. And, and again, those are, those are big years to come if he continues to develop. Third down conversions. Bradley is 5 of 10 on the night. Haven't had one this long all night. The Rebels 1 of 3. This is uh, it's a big moment for, for both teams. And we'll see how either one shake out. They're going to get it to Mr. Dependable Burke, and he's going to just cut cut left, and he's going to get across the 10-yard line inside the 10, and that's going to be enough for a first down. Oh, I'm sorry. I think it might be short. I saw the first stick and not the second one. Swanson was uh, blocking me. <laughs> Sagal made a great play there. Looks like they're going to bring out the field goal unit. Can you see from here? From oh, yeah, I got okay. you. I got you. I'm just giving you a hard time. It's a nice jersey. And I don't think the kicker's out there. <laughs> I think it even surprised him. And it looks like Maryville's going to call the timeout to kind of look this over. I think they, Markell almost blocked one of their uh, extra, or field goals earlier. I think they might send him in there and try and get a piece of this thing. I can't say that I disagree with his opinion because you're down, you're down 11. A field goal. A field goal is fine. Yeah, you're going to need one at some point. Well, a field goal takes it to eight. You're still going to have to have a touchdown and a two-point conversion. Yeah. And we've seen how good Maribel is on those uh, short yardage plays. So, Well, and, and Chris brings a great point. you still got to stop that Maribel offense. So uh, I think they're thinking this over, and I think the Rebels are just trying to play this thing both ways. Fourth and five upcoming. Ball on the seven-yard line. 8.55 to go here in the matchup. Uh, Maribel has stormed back yeah. in the second half to a 21-10 to 10 lead. And honestly, with Bradley Central pulling a stunt there to come out of halftime, kicking that onside kick, you can maybe see a fake here. Maybe that's why Maribel called the timeout to kind of talk it over. I think you've got to believe in it. Maribel's trying to run Hagen Webb off the field. Zach Braden. Zach Braden, I'm sorry. As the kick or the hold is down, the kick is up. Eight-point game. Kick is good. It is a one-possession game as now the Rebels lead 21-13. to The Denzo scoreboard has just change but as they switch sides let's take a break listen to these fine sponsors you're listening to rebel radio 105.9 fm 1400 am and streaming wgapradio.com we'll be right back west chevrolet doing business in blunt county for 88 years west chevrolet is located on the airport motor mile and has been a leader in our community serving the good people of blunt county for four generations whether you're looking to buy new pre-owned or get service for your automobile think west chevrolet West Chevrolet is happy to partner with all the local high schools and wishes everyone a happy and safe fall season for your sport. Whether you're a tornado, rebel, mountaineer, or governor, you can find the auto, help, or service you need at West Chevrolet. Reach us at 970-9378 or online at westchevrolet.com. You can also find us on Facebook. We're here to serve the good people of Blunt County. We do what we say at West Chevrolet. Welcome back to fourth quarter action here from Bradley Central High School where your Rebels lead 21-13 over the Bradley Bears as the kick is away and the Rebels have taken it. And Markel Fortenberry drives up to the 33-yard line where the Rebels will set up first and 10 here in the fourth quarter. Talked a little bit about at the break, do, do the Bears onside kick again because their defense has kind of struggled. But then again, uh, I think uh, you know I think they've got to look to try to get the ball back on offense. Again, the Rebels have had one series where they drove the field, and uh, otherwise they have, they've struggled themselves to yeah. find a little momentum. And the one time they drove the field was off that onside kick. 
Carson Jones moves Noah Vaughn across the formation, calls his own number. He gets across the 40-yard line, across the 45, across the 50, flips the ball, gets to the 40, to the 30, inside the 25, and down to, I think, the 22-yard line. And that's going to be a big rumble by Carson Jones. Great play by Carson Jones. Marcus Gore was the one that ended up forcing him out of bounds, and uh, it's a great play by Carson Jones. He always knows when to keep it. And just great play call there for him just to sneak that in. And he had a lot of room to run. 45 yards on the quarterback keeper. And, and he sold it well. And, yeah, like Chris says, flips the field. And it is first and ten Red Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Looking to run a little tempo. They've got Jackson Phillips, Parker McGill. Clock is just running at this point. I'm not really sure what's going on with that. Oh, okay. out of bounds. And here goes Car- oh, McGill. Parker McGill. He gets across the wow. 15, across the 10, inside the 10, down to the 7-yard line. And that's going to be a first and goal. They rip into the car- common sense pest control red zone. And it is now first and goal for the Rebels. Again, looking to run tempo Carson Jones with Parker McGill in the backfield. Markel Fortenberry, Nick Daigle up top. <laughs> the final countdown mm-hmm. is what they're playing here at Bradley Central High School. And, and the countdown is from the seven-yard line, yeah. dude. Uh, let's see if Carson calls his own number. No, he gives it to Parker nope. McGill. He goes straight ahead forward, and he's going to get back to the line of scrimmage maybe. 7.57 to go here in this football game, and it has been a battle as Bradley has brought a game plan that has matched some of the intensity for the Red Rebels. Yeah, just uh, yeah, I think a big yeah. play here from Maribyrnia. I think Chris is calling this. Markel got one-on-one coverage with a DB, maybe about two inches or so below yeah. him. So. I think you cut across his face and throw mm-hmm. it on him, put it on him. Same goes for Dago as well. Carson Jones takes the snap, gives it to Parker McGill again. Mm. He's going to get down near the five-yard line, but another stop for the Bradley Bear defense, and that's going to bring up third and goal from about the six-yard line. Yeah, another big, big stop here for the Bears. <laughs> oh, wow, the Bears. Yeah, this could be a big stop here for Bradley Central if they can, if they can hold Maryland to a field goal here. They're calling a little, little across-the-middle shot. Carson Jones going to change the play at the line of scrimmage. Has two receivers to the right, two to the left. Parker McGill to his right hip pocket. Just a flip. Chris calls the quarterback keep. Let's see if uh, if Mr. Hips is correct. I think they're going to take a timeout and think about it. As they take a timeout, let's take one with him. And El Himidor timeout as you're listening to fourth quarter action here on Rebel Radio, WGAP, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. In Blunt County, we believe in faith, family, and football. That's what our neighbor Jerome Moon is fighting to protect in Nashville. A conservative who stands with our veterans, Jerome Moon cut taxes on groceries and created jobs for Blunt County families. Jerome increased funding for public schools, is endorsed by the NRA, and will never defund our police. Veteran, businessman, leader, Jerome Moon. Paid for by Jerome Moon for State House, Steve West Treasurer. Welcome back to Bears Stadium on the campus of Bradley Central High School where your Red Rebels 
lead the homestanding Bradley Bears 21-13 to and are threatening to score again. Third and goal coming from the six-yard line. Huge play for the Rebels as Coach Hunt is halfway out on the field to drive this play home. Go Bears. Carson Jones in their quarterback shotgun formation. He's going to take the snap. He's going to look to throw across his face, Ooh. and that should be P.I., and the flag comes in. It's going to be a new set of downs. Love the little up and cross, as Chris calls it. I mean, Chris, you're, you're right there, man. You're a Madden, you're a Madden waiting to happen. Yeah, just a great, uh, great call there by Mr. Chris. You'd almost think he's done it. He's played football before, you might think. He, he may have a little hardware to show for himself. But <laughs> under seven minutes to go here at, the, at Bradley Central High School, and the Rebels look to, uh, I hate to say the word ice, because they've got a special player on the other side. But I think uh, another score, 15-point deficit, would be a much to overcome for the Bears. Yeah, just uh, a big play here. I'm not sure why it's not resetting. We had this situation last week, didn't we, where it was a, a pass interference call. They didn't reset back to first down. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know that I don't rhino twice here, but it looks like Carson's going to be out there. Uh, they're going to bunch this thing up and have Parker McGill in the backfield. I think he runs behind the blockers. He gets the football, makes one cut, drives inside the two, inside the one, and he's going to be downed at the one-yard line. Pickup of two on third down, and it's fourth and goal from the one-yard line. I don't, I don't even think the, I don't even think the kicker got warmed up here. Maribel's going in. Yeah. Here come, here come the Hawks. I was talking with uh, with Corbin the other night at the soccer game. He was a little bit disappointed. They always go for these uh, these rhino or hippo packages here. He's, so there are victims. You're, yeah, you're, gonna, you're gonna make it happen, ain't it? It's the hippo package. I'll keep it. I'll that's keep what it uh, that's what Keyshawn and them call it. That's that's what I'm going with. The hungry hippo. The hungry hippo. That's what Keyshawn and them call it. So Parker McGill in the hungry hippo, and he gets the snap and goes straight ahead forward. Jumps over the pile. They got and it. Touchdown Rebels. It's, it's hard to stop, and the Bradley Bears didn't get it done. Your Denzo scoreboard has just changed. It now reads the Maribel Red Rebels 27, the homestanding Bradley Bears 13. Yeah, just a great play there by Maribel, and uh, I don't think anyone's been able to stop the hippo package at all throughout this year. So uh, It's a tough one. It's got a yeah. lot of bodies in there. 27 to 13, your scoreboard reads. Corbin Price looks to add to it. Travis Reeder, the holder. The snap is in, the hold is down, and the kick is up, and the kick is doing. Your new scoreboard reads from Denzo, the 28 for the Rebels, 13 for the homestanding Bradley Bears. 5.52 to go. Let's take a quick break. Listen to these great sponsors. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maribel be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel. And welcome back to fourth quarter action as the Rebels just put more points on the board. It now reads Maribel 28, Bradley Central 13. 
Charles Trenum to kick it away. The ball sits on the 40-yard line going right to left here at Bradley Central. The kick is away, and it looks like as normal, no return. He has kicked it into the end zone. I think every time he's towed it up. Uh, Jude Ellison alongside myself, Wayne Kaiser. And, Jude, it's, it's fourth-quarter football, and um, quite frankly, as tight as it's been all year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is just one of the uh, their bigger games all season for Maribel, and Maribel's kind of distanced himself here as he's, uh, last two possessions have ended in touchdowns for the Red Rebels, but this is definitely a, a very big test for Maribel. I mean, the only team that's played in this close has been Alcoa. So uh, just very, very good good job for Bradley Central to stand up to Maribel so well tonight and give them a really good run for the money. Yeah, and as we get some scores of interest, I'm trying to, to find this. looks like McMinn County is, is throttling Notre Dame. Oh, well. No, Notre Dame. I didn't know they played uh, high school. Well, I would say they do. But uh, <laughs> Gavin Burke <laughs> oh, the balls on the ground. That's probably his only mistake of the night. And let's see if the Rebels can make heads or tails of this one. Looks like Maribel's like saying, saying it, they've got it. it. They said that last time. So The ball's in the Rebels' hands, and they've got it. Turnover defense, Lou Birchfield. Wow. There may be a period on that sentence. Lou. Just what a play there by Maribel. They just poked that ball out. He was kind of running with that thing. you got to protect the ball there for if you are kind of got a little bit loose with it. Well, and the thing is, he's had room to run all the other times, but Lou came in, timely turnover for the Rebel defense, and uh, Carson Jones back out there. <laughs> and the uh, seven Rebel students are now talking. They're pretty loud, too. They're pretty they got, loud. They all the, the fans in here going loud. Carson Jones, in at quarterback, takes the shotgun snap, looks to throw it over in the left flat. He gets it to Daigle, and Daigle's ripping away from the defender, and he gets down to the 10-yard line quickly inside the common-sense pest control red zone. And it is, if it stands, Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. But there is laundry out, mm-hmm. and we'll see which way it's going to go. It's in the <laughs> – he, he almost gave illegal procedure for um, Bradley Central, but yeah, Bradley they can't Central, really do that, I don't think. I think it's uh, maybe illegal substitution. They're going to move the Rebels back, so negate that. They will step outside the common sense pest control red zone, uh, but let's hope they dig right back into it. You think, you think who, who you think was trying to get downfield? Might have been one of our leading candidates maybe for uh, maybe A-Hop. a little Ahab getting down. Abdella's House of Pancakes. I think that's going to be the new name there. I like it. The, Re- it here. the Rebels with the football standing at the Bradley Central 27-yard line uh, going right to left. They're in no hurry to get this ball off, dude. Trips to the right. Carson Jones takes the snap. Three-step drop. Going to dump it over oh, to score. Noah Vaughn. 20, 15, 10, 5. Boom. Touchdown, Noah Vaughn. There wasn't anybody within the same zip code as number two. Yeah, that was just a fan, excuse me, fantastic play call there. Noah Vaughn just runs untouched. Like you said, no one was even around well, him. They sold out to the right side because Trips was over there. I think Parker pulled that way. And then Noah's on backside, and mm-hmm. you just dump it. And the speed yep. that two brought, man, he was just off to the races. So touchdown Rebels, and the Denzo scoreboard just changed. 5.07 to go in this football game. And Corbin Price looks to change a little more. The hold is down. The kick is up. And the kick is good. Your new score with 5.07 to go after the Everting Orthodontics touchdown. Maryville 35, the homestanding Bradley Bears 13. We'll be back in just a minute. 
Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. And welcome back to Bear Stadium on the campus of Bradley Central High School. And Noah Vaughn did just that. He ran like a rebel to a to the end zone for a big red rebel touchdown. Uh, again, looks like Trenum to kick away, and uh, he's done a great job tonight. Had some duties to do, and he has done it, and that one goes into the end zone as well. Touchback. I don't think Bradley's returned to kick yet. Yeah, just a great job by Trenum. And why would you give it to number three there? You've I been mean. training him. <laughs> Jude Elson, I think he's a, he's a leg. Yeah, he has so. a, he is a leg right there. The hippo leg, maybe. <laughs> maybe we'll just keep it going. But Bradley Central to take over that last drive. One play. 23 yards and 27 seconds. Was that that may include the celebration? <laughs> that may include the celebration. But uh, I think Bradley Central is is uh, they have the hole has been dug a little deeper. Yep. It is now 22. Is my math working? 22. Quickly got out of hand. Yeah. But uh, they're going to come in and I think they're going to give it to three again. I think he is their offense and uh, and he's going to be sat out wide. Uh, in this formation. They're going to actually run 35 back there with McCreary. Mm-hmm. A little taken no, in no hurry. Yeah. The clock is stopped. He gets the low snap again. He gets oh. it out in the flat, and his knees were down when he caught it, so could not advance it. And it I think Lou like might have gotten a hand on that as a little tip. But uh, Cannon Hall, the yeah. receiver out there, and uh, going to be a pickup five yards on the pickup. Under five to play here in the game. And, again, I think at this point, with the momentum that Maribel has, Bradley's just looking to keep it away from the Maribel offense. Yep. Again, 35's going to run it. He gets around left end. And, and, and give Bradley some credit. Not a one of their guys can get brought down by one guy. No. They've got some. So as we were talking earlier, something's in the water down here in Chattanooga. they got some big hosses down here that can just move the ball really well. Tough, tough kids down here. But, uh Riley Harmon was on the carry. Again, he's a 5'9", 165-pound. Listed as a linebacker, too, so kind of uh, he's a big guy. That, that kind of lends you maybe a little bit of insight into how big he is. If you ever watch the movie The Replacements, he's wary. He might be wary. But McCreary, neither one of the guys got that. that nah, that's awesome. Uh, but anyway, McCreary gets another low snap, and he's going to look to unload it. No, he's going to have to pull it and run. And he's going to get met yep. by Travis Reader. Travis played that so well. He was looking to kind of dish it off if Travis was going to come with him, almost like a read option. But uh, it's a great play by Reader to just make sure no no yards is gained there. Good job by Brayden Hoy coming in and really uh, kind of cleaning that up. Reader on the play, but Hoy with the cleanup. What what was the pickup there? I think maybe one or two, maybe. And that's being two. generous. Yeah, that's being generous too. Mr. Ken Main gives it two. 
two to the left, one to the right, and they're they're just really not in any hurry getting under three and a half minutes before the snap's taken. He's going to look to pitch it out in the flat, and he gets it to Mr. Burke, and he's, he's again, elusive to say the least, and he gets across the 40-yard line up to the 42, and that's going to be enough for the Bradley Central first down. Yeah, big play there by DeBears as they were able to pick up a good first down. And number three, man, just keep feeding him the ball. I mean, he's he's a walking first down machine. And they're, uh, I think that's the end of the uh, the starters here for Maribel. And I think you're going to see your second string here. So maybe see a backdoor score here by Bradley Yeah, as DJ Burks, Travis, or yeah, Thomas Fry, and Nick Daigle check out of the game. They've had a great night. Mm-hmm. And worked really hard for the Rebels. But a lot of good kids in. Uh, let's try to get some of those in. Cade Wheeler mm-hmm. is in, 5'8", 155, junior. 23, Ty Elder at safety. Got 44, Peyton Cooper. Hey. Oh! And they nearly... Jason Mandiker almost got... He got his mitts on and just couldn't, burn it, couldn't reel it in. Yeah, a lot of good Rebels in there. And, they, yeah, they nearly turn over the Bradley Bears. Number 51, Eli Householder in the game, 33. Uh, again, Braden Hoy, he's done a, a yeah. lot of good work tonight. 21, Caleb Graham. 39, Noah Limbaugh. And again, we've talked about him and, and the, the connection that uh, that he has to Rebel Radio. Yep. And, of course, The Rock is out there, Hagen Webb. He's uh, big kid. He's going to stay out there. He's a great player. 23 out there. Ty Elder. 51. That's going to be Eli Householder. Eli Householder, yeah. The Bears get the, the, the Bears. handoff. They're going to give it to, to Burke again, and he's going to get through the first line of defense. But here comes oh, the Rebels. Like a blatant targeting call by 51 there. Just, like, torpedoed in on the late there. Yeah, they got to throw him out of there for that. That's yeah. crazy, man. They missed that, but, yeah, it needed to be something. There's no room for that. 21, Caleb Graham was into the football yeah. game. He's the one that loses his helmet, has to check out. 81, Eden Greer also checks in. Yeah, that was a crazy play there. That guy lost his cool. Just yeah. torpedoed into the pile, even though the player was away. Just not a good play. 213 is all that remains in this one. And Bradley, like I said, is just looking to keep it away uh, from the Red Rebels. Before the ball snap, we'll get to the two-minute mark. And looks like Bradley Central is heading to the cars. They get it to Burke again. No, that was Cannon Hall. Mm-hmm. He will be out, out of bounds at the 45-yard line. And that will be enough for a first down Bradley Central. And, uh, and again, under two minutes to play here uh, at Bradley Central High School in, in Bradley County. And guys, we're, uh, we're in the hollow ground of the Bears. We're going to be, yeah, no Soldier Field, but not uh, Bear, Bear Stadium nonetheless. <laughs> Soldier Field's in action tonight here as TB12 is down in there. <laughs> TB from TB. Mm-hmm. As McCreary gets it, gets it to number 35, the running back. He gets around left end, and he toes the sideline, tries to get about three more yards, and runs out of bounds. Stay inbound. Going to be about six, seven yards on the pickup. Brought down by Tez Dozier as well. Dozier. Give him some credit. Looks like Manneker's staying in there. He's back out there. I tell you, we're going to have our hands full picking the Rebel Radio Player of the Game. You think you got it? I think there's only one. Really? We may have to discuss that. <laughs> we may have to discuss that. But McCreary's going to get it, give it to 35, and he is met at the line. Wow, what a rip down. 
95, Frankie Diaz. What a play, man. Uh, he's a tough guy. Yeah, I wrapped him up. As, uh, they're going to run in 86. Uh, Evan Townsend here, uh, twin brother to Eric Townsend. Nice, nice. Minute and a half to play here in the football game. And, uh, again, just salting this one away. Just a couple more plays, and this one's in the books, guys. Again, McCreary's going to get it. He's going to fake the, the oh, throw. The ball is on the ground. Yeah, that's Maribel. And Maribel falls on it. Looks like we'll see a little victory formation here from Bradley Central. Uh, that's an exclamation point, right, Jude? Yep. I mean, it, it's been a second half that's been all all Red Rebels. Number three's with the recovery. Zach Braden. Great play by him. That's a nice play by Zach Braden. And that's just about does it as Maribel's going to gonna kneel this one out here. I think we got a 50-50, don't we? P.O.G. We're going to have to talk about it. P.O.G. Maybe Ken's going to settle this one. We're gonna we'll see. see. We're going to see. He's got a vote. He's got a vote. As the Rebel offense comes to comes to the line of scrimmage, and uh, it's going to be Dunsford in there. Dunsford in there. Yep. He's going to get the snap handed off to Craig Hilliard, and Craig through the line of scrimmage. Craig always flashes. Just He's a great player. He gets across that B in the center of this field quickly, and it's going to be about nine yards on the first down pickup. Brings up second and one. A lot of young young Rebels out there. Got 70 out there. Got Alec Moretz. Mm -hmm. uh, got, got 78. West Stadel. Stottle. Stottle. 50, J. Adams. 35, Julius Toto. Two, Jackson Whitehead. Just a lot of a new host of Rebels out there. We have number 12, Carson Jones. We say, yeah, there. Carson Jones 12, not Carson Jones 5. All right, let's see what we can get. 33 seconds, 32 when they snap it. He's going to run straight ahead. I, I think Craig only knows one way to run. Yeah, just straight. Straight ahead he forward. He's a really great runner just getting the ball straight. And he's uh, he definitely capitalizing on the crown here in this field. He's running really downhill at folks. Absolutely. 20 seconds to go. I think one more play is going to put this one in the books. They no, may not get one off. Yeah, it's just, it. They're not. Uh, they're not. They wanted the play clock a little bit late, and that's just going to. That's just going to end the game. There's Maryville. Uh, it's going to come out of here unscathed. A little bit of a shaky start, but great, great way to finish. Yeah, count it down with us. Four, three, two, one, and your final here from Bradley Central High School Bear Stadium. The Red Rebels 35, the homestanding Bradley Bears 13. We'll be back with the Bob Ramsey for State Representative postgame show when we come back here on Rebel Radio 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, and I am running for re-election to represent District 20 in the Tennessee State Legislature. It has been an honor to represent the interest of Blount County in Nashville. The history and development of our community are at the forefront of the decision I am asked to make in the legislature. Throughout my years of service, your calls, emails, and letters have played a large part in the decisions I have made. With your dedicated civil engagement and insight, I have continued to introduce support and pass legislation you have asked for resulting in growth and progress. There is still much to be done, especially in these unprecedented times before us. Proven leadership and know-how is imperative as we address the difficult issues that lay ahead. When I say your choice for your voice, that means I will continue to fight for your choices. I have yet to waver in my commitment to speak for all of Blount County the best way I know how. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to move Blunt County forward. I'm Bob Ramsey and I approve this message. If you own a SUV or light truck, 
Finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Stevenson Tire show you what the Yokohama Geolander HT Geo 56 can do for your daily drive. Thanks to an advanced all-season compound and unique tread features, it's one of the longest-lasting light truck tires on the road. And not only is it built for exceptional all-weather handling, but it's also designed to provide an amazingly quiet and comfortable ride. All this and a mileage warranty up to 70,000 miles. Check out the Yokohama Geolander HD Geo 56 at Stevenson Tire today. 2411 East Broadway Avenue, Maryville, 983-1621. And see what could be the perfect tire for your light truck or SUV. Tired of your current job? Looking for a career change? Want to stay home in Blunt County? Then check out the many job openings and company career pages at bluntareajobs.com. Here you'll find complete job descriptions and an easy application process. Don't waste any more time. Get to searching for your next career. You can find Blunt Area Jobs on Facebook and Instagram. We all want our loved ones to be safe. Denso in Maryville is at the forefront of creating technology for safer vehicles while keeping their employees safe with social distancing, face coverings, thermal screenings, and more. Join the exciting automotive market with Denso in a fast, challenging, clean, and safe environment. Starting hourly pay is more than $14 with an increase to more than $15 after 90 days. Plus 401k, paid holidays, and vacation. Start your future now. Visit DenzoCareers.com production to apply. Equal opportunity employer. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. I'll tell you, Bradley Central's been good at the at the uh, the music, but uh, Laura's been good at the mm-hmm. station, bringing us back to to the games with her music. But uh, guys, what a victory! Uh, the Rebels kind of bow their back in the second half, give a give a lot of effort, and and really kind of blow this one out. Thirty five to thirteen is the final. Uh, they go to the, go to the half down ten to seven, and and really in question the the whole left side of the score sheet, which is the Maribel side, was limited. Uh, we were looking and going, you know, where are we going to see all the, the excitement? Where are we going to find all the, the pieces? And, and quite frankly, they found it in the second half and uh, and en route to a 35-13 to 13 victory. As we bring Chris Hips, Jude Ellison back in to the Bob Ramsey postgame show. Again, Bob Ramsey running for state representative, District 20 re-election. Uh, again, paid for by the committee to re-elect Bob Ramsey. Uh, guys, what, what an effort in the second half by the Red Rebels. Yeah, just a great play. Just really came out of the gates fiery. Like what we saw against Alcoa, I think that's a very good comparison to make with those two games. Maribel started slow in both, went to half down in both, and then just came out getting the ball in the second half and just really turning the game around. I, I tell you, that this coaching staff does a great job of, of uh, you know, kind of putting that out there that, hey, we're Maribel. We're, 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 we're not playing that way. We, we've got to come out and have some success. They do that. They went on a long drive to open the second half. And that really, I think, the tempo switched early in that third quarter, and then it led to to a lot of success down the down the stretch. But as I bring back Chris Hips, you talk about 
uh, a lot of successes. You know, the number three Burke for uh, for Bradley Central. What a great player! What a yeah. what a special player! I mean, he's kind of a uh, a generational player. He's just he's elusive. He knows how to run, but he's also a smart player. He doesn't get he doesn't do things to hurt his football team. And uh, and he had a night tonight. He really did, but uh, not enough of a night to to overthrow the Rebels. I mean, you got to give it up to him. He had a special game. I mean, he finished up with 155 yards rushing against uh, what we considered one of the better Maryville defenses, and uh, it was a tough sledding for him. But I mean, at the same time, what about this Maryville defense in that second half? I mean, they held this Bradley Central offense to only 78 yards the entire second half, and most of that came in the final two minutes of the drive. The words, the words that come to mind, guys, is just special. Uh, this is a team that, that they don't get too up and they don't get too down. But when they get motivated, uh, they're a fun team to watch. Yeah. And, and I love what that does to it. But, again, go over the final game stats here provided by Ken Main. Again, can't say enough about what he does each and every week as he gives us every play stats. He gives us time of possession. He gives us penalties. He's just it's, – it's a, it's a book here of what we can, we can give information for. But first downs, the scoreboard read 35-13 to 13 in favor of Maryville. First downs, Bradley actually had 17, Maryville with 15 rushing yards. The Rebels 29 carries, 195. Uh, the, the Bradley Bears 45 for 181, actually overcame them in the second half. Uh, passing yards, 107 for the Rebels. Again, that Noah on touchdown went on the passing category. And uh, 92 yards for, for the Bradley Bears. Uh, total offensive plays, 40 plays for 302 for the Rebels. 58 plays, 273 for the Bradley Central Bears. Uh, talk about, uh, you know, a little individual stats for the Rebels. Carson Jones led the way rushing. Eight carries, 89 yards, 45-yard uh, long there in the second half. Parker McGill, 17 carries, 69 yards, two touchdowns. One of his grittier performances of the season. Noah Vaughn, two for 25, and Craig Hilliard, two for 12 yards rushing. Uh, receiving category, D.J. Burks led the way three Catches, 42 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Noah Vaughn, three catches, 42 yards, and one touchdown. Nick Daigle, three catches, 22 yards. And Markel Fortenberry, one for one. As we, uh, as we have the uh, Rebel Radio player of the game coming our way, uh, we'll finish up some stats. Javon Burke had 28 rushes, 155, and a touchdown. Uh, Riley Harmon, eight for 29. And then receiving, Cannon Hall, six for 41. Javon Burke. Three for 37, Mr. Everything for the Bears. And Carter Howard, one catch for 14 yards. So that's your individual stats. As the Rebel Radio player of the game, a little secret uh, that is no secret, uh, Lou Birchfield will be the player of the game. We're trying to get him up here to talk for just a second. But uh, as we get him up here, let's take a last break. And when we come back, we'll have the Rebel Radio player of the game brought to you by the Grind on Sports. Dot com. But we'll listen to a couple sponsors and get right back to talk to Mr. Lou Birchfield. A big game for number 17. We'll be back. You don't want to miss it. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows, and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, NMLS 164 
Let me start by saying thanks to the listeners of Blount County's own Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser, host of Rocky Top Sports' morning show, The Grind. Have you been asking yourself if 2020 is ever going to come to an end, if the changes will ever get back to normal? Well, actually, 2020 is going to change one more time here at WKVL. Coming October the 19th, The Grind Sports Morning Show will move to the afternoon. 6 to 7 will no longer be the start time. We will shift to the afternoon grind, 5 to 6 p.m on your afternoon commute home we'll talk hot topics here in blunt county we'll talk big orange sports tennessee sports and also hot topics fresh off the press each and every day again no more six to seven as we shift to the afternoon five to six p.m will be the new grind five to six p.m and we will re-air it 10 to 11 p.m so again coming october 19 five to six p.m the grind goes to the afternoons and we look forward to grinding it out with you on the way home so check it out you don't want to miss it the grind 5 to 6 p.m starting october the 19th crossover vehicle owners here's a tire just for you stop by stevenson tire to see the all-season yokohama geolander geo 55 loaded with premium technology like yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. Welcome back to the Bob Ramsey postgame show. As promised, we have Mr. Lou Birchfield on the mic as he is the Rebel Radio week number seven, game number seven, player of the game. Lou, man, great, great game tonight. You played great. And, uh, again, Rebel Radio player of the game right here. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you for having me up here. Yeah. Well, you know, you've wanted it for a while, yeah, so it feels good to be up here, I'm sure. A couple times. He's yeah. been saying you've been on it, and, and yeah. tonight it came through. Yeah. Again, uh, uh, fall break week, and yeah. uh, you're getting some hardware when you go back to school. We've got some Rebel Radio stuff to give you. Oh, cool, man. T-shirt. Yeah. Plaque, mm-hmm. uh, wrist water bottles, water bottle. Oh, I get a Stickers. water bottle. Yeah, you get. Yeah, that's gonna be my Friday water bottle. As we always say, yeah, it's your fault if no one knows you it's want it. It's your yeah. fault if nobody knows. But uh, talk about the game tonight. You know that defense has been locked down. We've held held all the teams to this point to 26 points. Bradley gets 13 tonight, but on the really the shoulders of Javin Burke. I mean, number three for for Bradley was a was a monster. He really shifty guy. Yeah. But you guys were able in the second half to really kind of handle him and get him under control. What yeah. what was the adjustments made there? Um. Well, it was just it was just you know tackle tackle in numbers. You know the black bullets. That's what we're known for. We're known for tackling in numbers. So whenever we started doing that, whenever we started holding on and just grabbing cloth and letting our boys get like get there, we started wrangling them down. I guess. But yeah, he was he was a good player. Yeah, just shifty, and I like yeah. the black bullets. We're going to use that from, from, yeah, from now, now on. on but, uh, but and then you're also you're an offensive impact as you go in on the uh, the hippo package, Old right? Hippo. Yeah. yeah, we we call it the rhino. He calls it rhino. Time. I've been saying hippo. We have, we yeah. have rhino and hippo. We yeah, that's yeah. different. What, so what's the difference? What's what's one's rhino and which one's just hippo? don't give away any secrets. Okay, uh, <laughs> hippo, Coach, hippo's, kill me. Hippo's what we've been doing, and then rhinos. 
it's something else. Yeah, okay, all right. We've run right. it before. We've run it one time. Okay, they both probably get the same result. Right. First downs and touchdowns. But, First uh, downs and touchdowns. But, 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 Lou, man, just a, just a great game. Always appreciative to come out and watch you guys play. Even though this is your first time winning it, you've been on the ballot. I mean, we vote in a, in a lot of different yeah. ways. But uh, you, you guys have just really locked it down a lot of different ways. Held teams. I was looking last year. That was a defense that was historic. Yeah. I mean, that was a that was a team that you're looking at going. How does how did we get better? And last year in two games, last year's defense gave up 28. You guys were at 26 coming into tonight. So uh, I think uh, that's that's a credit to work ethic. That's a credit to 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 kind of getting after it. And that's a credit to guys just staying after it like you did tonight. Yeah, I've said multiple times. I've said uh, last year's defense. Like I was saying it last year. I think DBs when I like said it the first time. I was like, this is one of the best defenses to ever go through the state. One of the best teams to ever go through the state. But our defense was just hands down one of the best like groups that I've ever seen. We had so many talented players. We had so many players who, you know, didn't get their name called, but they were still being impactful. Um, and this year, you know, we don't have as many of those, those coastal commits, you know, like Mason Shelton. But we still have, you know, we play as a team, we play together. And if we do that, then we're going we're gonna to keep succeeding. Well, and Coach Hunt talked about the new faces on this team in general, yeah. 27 starters to replace, so or 17 starters to replace, but a lot of new faces, right? Mm-hmm. But the leaders on this team, that includes you, yeah. Parker McGill, yeah. uh, names like that that really cement what is known to be the standard of Maryville football. And you kind of live that tonight, yeah. and you go home with another victory. Enjoy uh, the rest of your, your fall break mm-hmm. as Lou Birchfield is the game number seven Rebel Radio player of the game. Thank you. You're going to get it. You're going to get the <laughs> gear next week. Yeah. No, I'm ready for it. But, uh, again, thanks again. Enjoy your ride home. Rest on the bus and mm-hmm. uh, have a great weekend. But we're going to take one last quick break, and then we'll wrap up from Bradley Central High School. Head back I-75 with another win in the win column. But you're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. Thank you El Himidor Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Himidor offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Himidor Mexican Grill. Located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Lou Birchfield, the Rebel Radio player of the game, was on fire or he was sweating like it as he was up here talking to us after the game. But guys, uh, we got to get on the road. They're about to turn the lights off here at Bradley Central High School. Uh, but it's been great host here. I want to thank all the people that kept us up and to thank Ken Maine for all the stats and all the great stuff that got us through here. But as we say each and every week, the Maribel Rebels have traveled to Bradley Central and they leave the same way they came, undefeated. And that means another Red Rebel victory. The Rebels go to 7-0 and as the Bradley Bears fall to 5-2. and Final score from Bradley Central, the Red Rebels 35, Bradley Bears 13. As we finish up here, I want to take time to thank all that made this broadcast possible. Larry Hedrick, Athletic Director and Great Administration at Maryville High School. Ken Main, Stat Man Extraordinaire, for keeping us up to the minute all night long. And a special thanks to Laura back at the studio for getting us in and out and keeping us straight all night long. But for Jude Ellison and Chris Hips, 
I'm Wayne Kaiser, and you've listened to Rebel Radio. If you're leaving the stadium or on the road home, take care, be safe, and yes, go Rebels. Go Rebels! All I do, all I, all I, all I, all I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind, I can never get enough. And every time I step up in the building, everybody hands go up. And they stay there.